Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and we are back after a rather lengthy summertime sabbatical, uh, just for fun and good measure, and who knows what else. But it is—it's nice to kind of get everybody back in. We're hanging out on Zoom, chilling in the basement, obviously. Uh, but it's good to see some faces and crank up some voices. And Lord knows we're overdue for some shenanigans. So. Certainly with the NFL cranking back up. It was one thing to miss, you know, doing our Olympic episode, which if you've listened to The Brew, you know I have a soft spot for the Olympics, man. I do enjoy them. Matter of fact, I still have some episodes of the Olympics on my DVR that I have yet to get to. Life's been a little bit busy. Uh, Do I know the results? The answer is yes. Will I watch rhythmic gymnastics anyway? The answer is also yes. <laughs> anyway, Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> it, it, I love there's. I love the fact that they that they dance with CVS receipts, Randy. That's what makes it so fantastic. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and just get everybody in here, man. Let's have a little bit of fun. Uh, have a good time. Uh, do some, you know, raise our glasses. We got a couple of tip of the caps. We got all kinds of stuff we want to get to. Uh, I think realistically, we haven't recorded in like, I don't know, three and a half months, four months. It's been a while, like May. It's been a long time. That was like the beginning of the Aaron Rodgers drama, right? <laughs> We're queuing up days of our lives, theme music. And I mean, a whole bunch of stuff has transpired since then. So Lord knows we have a lot to at least topically talk about. Uh, and some things might just kind of get brought up randomly from time to time over the next couple of weeks as we really get caught back up and get into the NFL groove. But look, man, once the NFL season kicks off and football's back on, it is absolutely Sports Brew O'Clock, which means it is also going to be Salute O'Clock because we are back, and let's go ahead and get this right. First and foremost, the man that actually has two functional ankles, the one and only, Shannon the Twitter Terminator McGuffin. <laughs> what up, brah? <laughs> Dude, Carson Wentz spraining both his ankles is the most Carson Wentz thing Carson Wentz could ever do. I mean, right? Well, <laughs> Earth, dude. How? How? <laughs> Seriously, how? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 mean, I got nothing. At some man. point, you just can't even be surprised by, like, oh, Carson Wentz is injured. Carson Wentz on the injury report. I mean, I mean, can we get some saran wrap out there and no, put that man in a bubble, bubble wrap. or something? Bubble wrap, saran wrap. I mean, if, if anybody, look, if anybody ends up on IR with, like, a strained anus or something, it's going to be freaking Carson Wentz. Oh, my God. <laughs> be like that baseball player from back in the day. He sneezed so hard he threw his back out. Yeah, it's going to be goofy stuff, man. Uh, Carson Wentz, IR, bruised taint. I mean, like, where do you go? You know, it's just a just a mess. Uh, but anyway, McGuffin, God bless, man. It's good to hear your voice. Good to see you. Um, I tell so, you what, uh, go ahead. I was going to say this is this is crazy because this is the the first podcast we've ever done because the genesis of this podcast was the 2012 draft. Mm-hmm. It was Griffin and Luck coming into the league. This is the first podcast we've done without either guy being in the league. That's weird. Uh, hey, look, man, RG3 threw it out there. He said, you know, go ahead and call me. He threw that thing up on DC. He had that highlight uh, reel or that highlight play from uh, that Vikings game. I was there for that one uh, where he – what was it, like 76 yards? I mean, that was, oh, yeah. that was a crazy play. That was insane. That was fantastic. But, bro, <laughs> bro, those days, that's a rear view mirror, buddy. Not just like days a, are long yeah, not, gone. That's not just a Pearl Jam song, man. I mean, like, like bro, appreciate it, but – no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I I get to focus on the you know what 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 Washington fans like to you know joke around about is like the legend of you know Heineke. So we're gonna go there. I'm gonna enjoy whatever that may be. 
But I appreciate the offer, RG3. Appreciate that. So, but uh, hard pass. Hard pass. And no, no and, and no to Cam Newton. <laughs> no Cam Newton, dude. None of that nah. either. No, thank you. Anyway, uh, Shannon, I, I thought one of the things that we could do, right? And I want you to think about this, and everybody else, I want you to think about it too. Uh, really, you know, the first couple of weeks of the NFL season are always a little bit wild and woolly anyway. Uh, and I swear to God, it felt like uh, week one was almost like preseason week four for not everybody, but certainly for a couple of teams, it almost felt like that. Here's looking oh, yeah. at you, Green Bay versus New Orleans. That felt like preseason week four, whatever the hell that debacle was. Uh, so I was thinking, you know, really looking at, at the first two weeks of, of the NFL season, I think we need to go like Clint Eastwood, right? We, we got to have the good, the bad and the ugly. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Uh, I think that's very fitting. And then, obviously, you know, Shannon, if you feel so compelled, maybe, you know, if you've got a rando college football update. By the way, Urban Meyer, yes, every Sunday's like playing Alabama. Welcome to the NFL, bro. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> there's a there's a reason Nick Saban couldn't, you know, had to had to tuck tail and get out of there. The NFL's really hard, dude. <laughs> Even the bad teams are much better than you think. Except for uh-huh. yours, maybe. <laughs> Except for <laughs> yours, possibly, at the moment. I, I'm not saying I, I hope the league runs him out of there, but I am saying that Urban Meyer is in for some tough sledding this year, and part of that is all, is adjusting his own expectations and cutting his own teeth <clears throat> with what the league is. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a tough deal, man. You don't have – do you have talent gaps between the teams? Of course you do. But do you have talent gaps like you have in college? Hell no, bro. No. (laughs) No, man. Not the deal. So, anyway, good luck with that, bro. Uh, Next up, man, let's go ahead and get our our district representative up in this piece, man. The one and only, the very mighty D-Stat. What's up, bro? What's up, Captain? Happy belated birthday to you now. Now we're just past. Well, we would have been on time, right? We were ready. (laughs) Except, except Whitfield's punk ass was reinstalling Zoom and was, like, I don't know. I think we lost 40 minutes waiting for him to, I don't know, just connect to the internet. <laughs> like, I call bullshit. I don't. <laughs> We've been sitting here since, like, what, 11.15? <laughs> At least. That's a first. 11. Anyway, <laughs> unlike Whitfield... Mark, are you ready to hit your cue, brah? <laughs> yes, sir. All right, three, brew, and fun. <laughs> that was a tragically sad woo. I don't even know. I don't even know what happened to that. It's uh, Zoom just dislikes it. Remember, it's, it's it's Zoom. It's always it's Zoom. Always oh, Zoom. It's always Zoom. It's, it's always Zoom. No. Uh, Mark, I, I do have to ask a question. All right, given the state of your woo, this might also be applicable. But after week one and after week two, I just want to know, is Javi Baez going to give the double thumbs down to the Giants for the open of the season? I just want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, thumbs down got, 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 got uh, put on ice. That was a wild deal, but I, that was crazy how that blew up. But that's that's a that's a t- <laughs> anytime you're like going at your own fans, man. That's that's a, that's a tough deal. That's it was a- it mainly because it's in New York. I mean, really, I know. It, shouldn't, it, it shouldn't have been nearly the big deal as they made of it. But you're in New York; it's going to happen. But they 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 squashed it well. Good. They uh, need, they I- needed to, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just cracking up over that whole that whole bit, and I've been waiting. I was ready. I was ready last week when you were, you know, in post dessert nap o'clock. I, I've been saving the Javi Baez drop for you since last week, so I'm glad you're here. But anyway, hope I you- learned. The, I learned. I learned the food coma best from you. Yep, yep. I definitely have 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 been food comatose many a time. There are certain things. Uh, of course, today is my birthday. Well, I mean, we're post midnight, but whatever. Um, still awake. It's the same day to me. Uh, you know, like we were going to do dinner and, um, but Sarah had some other obligations. She had a back to school night she had to do. And so we did like cake and ice cream earlier this afternoon with the kids. And Sarah made, you know, I always want a lemon cake every year for my birthday. And so Sarah has this recipe, it's homemade and zest with the lemon. I mean, it's tremendous. I love the cake, but I had lemon cake and ice cream and I was like, oh my God. I'm so full. And I knew if she did her back to school night and then picked up dinner and then we ate dinner after that, that I, I was going to be done for. After having cake and ice cream and then doing like, I don't know, P.F. Chang's or something, it would it would not have been productive for me. So I was right. like, nope, I'm just going to eat some cashews, you know, and you know, drink, drink some beer and uh, have a, a mixed drink and call it a day. We're saving dinner for another day, man. There's just there's just no way. Good call, because you know, in, in hindsight, you always feel so dumb. You're like, I knew that would happen if mm-hmm. I did this one more thing. I yep. had a good dinner. I had a good dinner. Yep. It was delicious. I was full, but I had a dessert ready, and I was like, it's so good. I could have a small chunk of it. I'll be good to go. I don't need to have the whole thing. It's a delivery place that's near us. It's this. They make this massive um, pound cake, and uh, I just, I didn't, I, I didn't cut myself short, <laughs> and uh, I regretted it immensely. I don't know. Given your height chart, I'm really impressed that you weren't able to cut yourself short. (laughs) 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 Wow. Oh, boy. Well, you know what? After dealing with what feels like months of Mark and Matt petty fighting in the sports group chat, (laughs) (laughs) it's nice to have some other antics. I'm just saying. (laughs) Just saying. Valid. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say in the chat? There's uh, two things you can count on in life: a broken clock being right twice a day, and, and Whitfield and Mark petty fighting. Y'all were so ridiculous. Speaking of pound cake, there's a little Van Halen for you. Why not? Random musical drops. All right, that's enough of that. Here we go. All right, oh giggity gals, bro, what on earth is going on with the running backs in Baltimore and San Francisco, dude? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. It just seems like every time I turn around, someone else is getting hurt. It's like, seriously? I mean, especially in San Francisco, in Baltimore, it's just like, sorry for your luck, bad luck. And then it's like, fuck, really? My, I got to do yeah. the ticket. Son of a bitch. I'm sure you weren't but like so empathetic for the Ravens scenario. But once it's like, you know, the injury, the injury party is up on your own team, you're like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Well, especially after dealing with it last season. So at least it's not everybody and their brother, though, losing Verrett didn't help things much either for no. our secondary. But it's just the idea of not again. Really? Son of a bitch. All right. So question for you. Question for you. Uh, and, and there, there were like some little little bits of chatter, obviously, that um, you know they might consider signing Frank Gore. And I don't know what he's got left in the tank, right? I'm not saying he would roll up there and be like super productive. Uh, particularly from a fantasy standpoint, but uh, I thought it would be actually kind of nice if he could put a you know button up his career and go back to San Francisco for a little bit. And I think that was like part of what he was thinking about doing. Uh, I obviously I would be I would be for it just because 
that type of experience, that veteran leadership that he could just kind of pass on knowledge to the young guys in the locker room to kind of help get things going, especially um, on the offense, needed, having that one guy step up and be the heart and soul, at least the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, he's He's been there. He's done that before. You know, that offense used to run because of him. Yep. So to have that type of presence back, to that leadership back would be great. Weren't weren't we at the 49ers Redskins game when it was his rookie season and he popped off? I mean, like it, it was a debacle. Was a, it was a debacle of a game for you, but like, yeah, he, he 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 had some nice runs. Yeah, and obviously, I remember looking at you saying, "This kid's giving me something special" because, like, literally, he just popped off a seventy-plus yard run, touchdown run, like it was nothing. And I'm like, "This kid's good. He's actually going to make something of himself." Next thing I know, he's pretty much a Hall of Fame worthy running back at this point. Yeah, that's. No, I I believe he's going to get in. I don't know. Well, I do too. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like you know, I don't know how many ballots is going to take. Um, but I I have appreciation for Frank Gore, and I think part of part of what happens is he played for such a long time that people forget how good he was early in his career, and they just think he's you know he's just well he's just playing forever you know eight hundred yards six hundred yards. But I mean, he had some years where he was like, what did it? Didn't somebody used to call him the truth? Inconvenient truth. The inconvenient truth. Yeah, that's what it was. Man, you mm-hmm. haven't heard that nickname in a while. But Frank Gore was a beast for a couple of years, man. He, it's not like he was just some scrub that stuck around and just compiled yardage. You know, I mean, he his peak, he was quality. So I'm not going to hate on, on, on old Frank Gore. And the and, man had two torn ACLs in college. I know. And still which is incredible. all this in the pros. Mm-hmm. Was he number three all time at this point? Behind Walter and uh, Emmett, uh, we'd have to do a quick fact check, but I, I think so. Yeah, I think he passed Barry Sanders not too long ago. So yeah, last season. And anyway, regardless of how it plays out, I think it would be nice. I I would like to see him finish his career with the Forty Nineers, which I think he would do anyway. Like he would sign the old one day contract or whatever uh, if they wanted to do that, if that was meaningful to him. But I think it would be kind of nice if he could. I mean, to me, I would view that as like the the career come home. You know what I mean? Come home for a little mm-hmm. bit. And they certainly have a need. Now, what he has left in the tank, that's a different matter, but he would cert- you would expect that, if nothing else, he would be able to pick up his blitz assignments and blocking assignments and would just be solid. You and he'd know? stay healthy. Uh, you'd hope. If anybody could break the injury curse, you'd like to believe it would be Frank Gore. You'd like to believe <laughs> and yet, that. At, and, yes, he is three at 16,000 yards. Yeah. How far behind Emmett is he? <laughs> Um, no one's catching Emmett. <laughs> Emmett's right, at 18,355. 18, yeah, he ain't getting there. How far behind? <laughs> is it Walter Payton's two? Uh, yeah, 726. That's how far he's behind him. 726. I mean, I, I don't think he'd get that in a, you know, a shortened season, but... <clears throat> yeah, probably not. No, it, would but, take him, it would take him two or three more years, and I don't think he's got that much left. No, he's 38, bro. I'm trying to remember who else. was it. Didn't Marcus Allen play for a really long time? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Definitely. I can't, I'm trying to think of how old he was when he finally retired. Mm-hmm. He's like 37. I would have to look, I but think I feel like he he stuck around and he yeah, was he was in his late 30s, I yeah. think, for Marcus Allen. Yeah, still productive, still productive. But anywho, I know he's been chomping at the bit, and uh, you know, given all the connection problems, I mean, it, it might as well just be you know a string of his ex girlfriends him not being able to maintain a connection here. Oh. Um. <laughs> anyway. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, 37. Marcus Allen was 37 when he retired. 37. Oh. 
man. Anyway. <clears throat> what does he get? You know what? I'm going to give him the thong song. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Oh, come on, man. Probably the year he came into the league. <laughs> <laughs> what was the number one song when Frank Gore came into the league? Oh, I don't know, man. That's going that's going back, bro. That's going back. Alright, alright. You don't want the thong song. That's fine. That's fine. Here, I'll pick out a different track for you. Anyway. There you go. This is probably appropriate given Aaron Rodgers. That's right, the man with four names, Matthew Philip West Whitfield, a.k.a. The Failhorn, with Zoom problems, connection problems, and inability to uh, get on here, get on track. Mm -hmm. Thanks for finally making it in 45 minutes late. So, uh, R-E-L-A-X. <laughs> the show can start, start without me. You know? Oh, it, it could have, and we just about did. <laughs> <laughs> but once you actually sort of showed up, we were like, all right, well, I mean, that's fine. We'll go ahead and roll with it. Uh, anyway, you know, mixed bag. Now, uh, most people would know that uh, I grew up with the uh, Redskins and the Packers, and so those are the teams I follow the most closely. Although, my let me rephrase that. I don't obsess so much about my fandom anymore. I, I really enjoy the sport. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I enjoy – I think every year has fascinating storylines, uh, whether it's players that break out, whether it's players that break down, whether it's teams that rise up. I mean, I just real. I have a much different appreciation for the NFL as a whole than I used to. I mean, when I was a kid, I, I really worried much more about my fandom. Uh, now I I enjoy my fandom, but I really just you know I I love a great season. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a, a little bit of a different uh, perspective for me at this point. And some of that's probably from doing fantasy football and and then you know doing the podcast stuff like that. I'm trying not to get swallowed up by. Fan rage, although God bless Dan Snyder, sure as hell tried me for a lot of years. That fucker. Uh, and that stupid Panthers game with that. <laughs> that damn Let it go. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Anyway, <laughs> but so it, it, Whitfield, man, one of the things that set off y'all y'all's petty fight. I feel like it circles back to a couple of things with you and Mark. A, your beef with Eli picking at the Giants, y'all arguing about like the Packers. And Aaron Rodgers, and Lord knows, man, you you caught a lot of flack after that complete ass whooping that the Saints laid on the Packers in Week One. That game was heinous. It, you know, I, I was I was not, I was not live. We were at a pool. We were at a friend's pool because they were. It was like the last weekend they had the pool open, and uh, I got back to the house and I don't remember if we were texting. We ended up talking. And I was like, do I watch this game? And Matt, you were just like, no. <laughs> like, don't, just don't. <laughs> so I, I did not watch the game. I saw some highlights, but I never watched it. I just I just went ahead and, and you know, bend that thing. Just straight up delete. No thanks. <laughs> Would you still call them highlights? I don't I, Well, for the other team. I mean, there's highlights for somebody. Right? So I guess I want to know if we're talking the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> other than your petty fighting. Uh, we're two games in, you know, for the for the NFL season. Well, technically, week three has started, but two games in as far as appreciating the two weeks. And Whitfield, let me ask you this, man. Uh, week one was a debacle. Week two, some good, um, some not great. Um, not impressed with the the defense yet. Uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, was, me neither. Jared Goff was fairly productive out of the at least in the in the until the rain started coming down and he couldn't handle his balls. Um, couldn't handle the snap. Uh oh. <laughs> uh -oh. I know what uh, Shannon. You want that already? 
You said it. Sh- Shannon, <laughs> Shannon does love does love some balls. You said <laughs> balls. <laughs> Don't y'all. Hey, well, where are the white women at? <laughs> when doesn't Shannon want that? You know, I mean, damn. <laughs> but uh, for the the first two weeks of the season, man, what's the good, the bad, and the ugly for Green Bay? I don't think you saw much good in the first week. Oh no, you didn't. Away. I don't think you saw. Any, you saw a lot of lot of bad and a lot of ugly. <laughs> the good was is that the game ended. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The good was that the game was over. Goodbye. The good was that it only counts as one. <laughs> yes. I mean, Jameis Winston. Think, God bless. What did they have? Five well, touchdowns I mean, in that well, game. Well, that's the thing oh. about it. What do you? What Jameis did we get? Was it Luke Jameis or was it the real Jameis? Because we saw normal Jameis this past week. Uh, normal Jameis is probably going to be somewhere in the middle of those two games. Um, right. Don't forget that. What What were the Saints down like eight coaches or something crazy? Yeah. Uh, for COVID oh, stuff. Yeah. I mean, they would have some defensive guys too. Yeah, I mean that that was a that was a bit of a mess for New Orleans. I, I mean, against a division rival. Yeah, I and the Panthers I think are, are surprised. They're better than I thought they were going to be. They're sneaky mm-hmm. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and again, it's early, so you have to be mindful. The first couple of weeks of the season, you're going to get some curveballs. You're going to get some weird results um, as teams kind of settle in and and just find their groove. And I, this is an adjustment year because it's a 17 week season. You only had the three. You know, it's not like, you know, you had four full weeks of the preseason. I just, I don't think week one was was really super indicative of a lot for a lot of teams, <clears throat> although there were some surprising results. We'll get those questions answered with New Orleans and Carolina, of course, over the over the course of the season. An incredible start for the Saints. Didn't follow it up with a good game because the Panthers beat their ass. So, you know, uh, Jameis goes from looking like, He's freaking football Hercules taking over for Drew Brees to be in like old Jameis back with Tampa Bay, like pre LASIK. I don't know who he was throwing to SpongeBob in the stands with some crab legs. I don't know what he was trying to do. It's heinous. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to bury him yet. Just like I wouldn't have buried. I'd like, I wasn't going to bury green Bay after week one. Right. No. You just don't. Well, I'm not going to bury the saints after week two. Right. I think we have to hit. What do we usually talk about? Hit the quarter pole, right? Uh-huh. Get get three, four weeks in. Um, barring injuries or weird kind of stuff, you start to see teams kind of figure it out, put it together, and get into a rhythm. And it takes a couple of weeks. I feel like traditionally, though, defenses are a little bit better out of the gate, right? Usually. It, uh-huh. usually, and it doesn't really feel like that this year. It's weird. Uh-huh. It's like unless you're playing against Tampa Bay. Well, that's, well I mean, <laughs> you know. Although, I think that's going to end Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. But good, bad, and ugly. Two weeks in for Green Bay. We, we Jameis ran all over them. First half against Detroit, I don't think was anything. I mean, the offense was productive. <clears throat> offense was productive, but I, I don't. I thought that the defense didn't live up to expectations. And I mean, I, I mean that's my worry. Be my worry the whole yeah. season. What can the defense do? This is Joel Berry. This is a new scheme. Does the defense uh, get better over the season? Who knows. Mm-hmm. We lost Z Smith for extended period of time, so right. he was one of our pass rushers. So we need some of the pass uh, pass rush. Um, I, I mean, offensively, I thought they played a great game the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, you can say, oh, they um, they only scored fourteen points the first half. Well, if you're running a two single, I mean, if you're running two double safety single high, then you're going to keep on. What you're going to do? You're going to run the ball, so it's going to take a lot of time off the clock. So I wasn't, but even I mean, of course, 
Goff makes mistakes and you capitalize on them, and they did. He, he they did. did. What you're supposed to, and you do what you're supposed to. I think this could be this week could be somewhat of a test for the offense. I don't think, and you know, I'm no offense to Randy when I say this. I don't think the defense is where it's been in the past. I mean, maybe that that'll get better over the season. Well, you, but I don't think you better hope it gets think, better over the course of the season. I could see this very much being a shootout because I don't know where San Francisco's defense is quite yet, and I, I sure as hell don't know where mine is. So <laughs> that's where I'm saying. Yeah. So I hear you. I hear you. I mean, we, we got a stream games coming up. Let's see where we're at. Well, I mean, um, Green, Green Bay's you know bread and butter is going to be Rodgers, Devontae, and and Aaron Jones, right? I mean, yeah. as long as they're as long as those three are are, are rolling, they're going to be in every game, right? The question right. then becomes: Can you get a stop when you need it? Can you get a turnover when you need it? And can you protect the lead, right? Or are you going to all? Or do you have to lean on them to produce? I mean, it, it's a lot to ask if offensively you have to you absolutely have to produce. 28 30 35 40 point I mean that's a tough way to go and you know uh teams that can run the ball if they can figure out how to you know if they can beat you down and you know time of possession you to death or just work you over they're gonna do it so you know the the Green Bay San Francisco matchup I mean, I mean the 49ers had a little bit of a slugfest with the Eagles and the, by the way Eagles a grittier team out of the gate than I expected. I really did not have a lot of expectations for the Eagles this year. I don't think any of us did. It's two weeks in, so who knows? But uh, that's a team that's surpassed whatever my initial expectations were for the season. They might still end up sucking ass for the whole year, but but came out of the gate stronger than I thought they were going to, is my point there. Let's not get too excited. Atlanta's the ugly if we're talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly right now. That that was week one and yeah no I know I know I know I hear you again we only we only have two weeks we have a relatively small sample size to pass judgments but I think you can still appreciate teams that look better than you thought they were going to right True. and that's that's what I'm saying about Philadelphia for right now but yes uh, Green Bay San Francisco that's an important week three indicator but really well, for both, both for both teams it, it uh-huh. just is you know. If they play a great game, then kudos to whoever wins. If one of them shows up and sucks fat bags of ass, then <laughs> they deserve some hate. You know, and what's odd is it almost feels like with Green Bay, first game was a disaster. Second half, it looks like they're waking up, or uh, excuse me, the first half, of, uh, you know, against Detroit, it, it looks like they're starting to get going. And yes, I know you got some rain aided fumbleitis for golf and some issues, but it really felt like the second half you're going. This is more in line with what I expected this team to be. Some defensive shortcomings, absolutely part of that, for sure. But you're seeing the throws, you're seeing the runs. It just it felt more in line with what my expectations were for the team. So, week three, I'm looking forward to that matchup with San Francisco. I want to see them continue that second half against Detroit with some defensive improvements. Yeah? Yeah. Everybody's like silent. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be is this going to be a good indicator. I think this game is pretty much going to be the catalyst for either team. I think this is going to be the one that say, I mean, we'll throw it out there. Say the Niners defense comes up and shows up big. Bosa goes crazy. 
you know, we get the run, you know, we get a run game going with whatever running back we find off the street. That oh, that, that dude something. they signed from the Bengals, man, Jacques Cousteau. Oh, that's not. That's, <laughs> um, well, they're deep sea diving for run. They're deep sea diving for running backs. I thought maybe that was appropriate. But. <laughs> maybe they could bring in Roger Craig. Who knows? <laughs> hey, hey, you never know. It might work. Yeah. Garrison Hurst. Garrison Hurst. Garrison that's a, that's Hurst. a name I haven't wow. heard in a while. <laughs> Ricky Waters. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> Good Why old not? Ricky Waters, man. Dang. Mm. Going back, yes, sir. Uh, I, I feel like this game is like, it's key for both teams. I think this is going to really like for Green Bay. This is like, all right, we finally got the offense going. Or it's does the shortcomings on the defense? You know, the, I think the shortcomings on the defense end up really hurting them in the long run. Here, um, I will say, I was kind of surprised mm-hmm. with um, I was surprised with Detroit's pass rush that game because i would it, it surprised me that they actually got to rogers as many times as they did because they don't really have a lot of good pass rushers on that defensive line so i but i think a lot of that also has to do with the coverage that their secondary was doing because clearly rogers did had was holding onto the ball a little bit longer than he should have but against like say because as, as more and more as bosa gets his legs under him mm-hmm. uh, recovering from acl surgery um, and he gets more confidence that's going to cause problems for well anybody really, so it's it's just one of those things where it's going to be like this past game. Whoever makes the fewest mistakes is going to win this game. It's not. I don't know if it's going to be a shootout. It's uh, it's going to, but it's going to be. I think it's going to be a, cl- a lot closer than people are thinking it's going to be. Well, watching the the Peyton Eli cast, they were talking about uh, Detroit was running a lot of cover too that first half, so Rogers had to take what was underneath. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't going to be a lot of explosive plays till he hit Devontae on that just gorgeous side. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. God, dude. He couldn't have and dropped. That, that pass to Tanyan was oh, beautiful. Bro. Too. No, that uh, there were definitely some throws. And, again, I, I think it's important. First of all, kudos to golf, man. He had some pretty throws in that first half. And I don't know who this Cephas kid is, but, damn, he showed up early in that game, bro. Good on him. Kudos on them. It's not Cephas. It's Kevin King covering his ass. That's what it is. Well, maybe so, but you still it's look. Bum. Even in week one, Cephas was a was a factor. So he's actually been stepping up. So I don't want. It's not just because it's Kevin King covering him. The I kids mean, look, got some chops. You can you, you can look at that red uh, Redskins. You can look at that Washington Giants game, man. You still got to put the ball there. You still got to catch it. <laughs> just ask Slayton. Come on. <laughs> 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 this blast brought to you by Butterfingers. <laughs> Hi, Mark. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know that throw from Rogers uh, to Devontae—that that, that was beautiful. But that 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 twenty-two yard touchdown, the Tunyon, like Funyon, was an incredible throw. Oh yeah, it's whistled right by yeah, the linebacker's that was, ear. That oh, was an incredible God. throw. Uh, and that's there are moments where you go, all right, it's clicking, looking good. This this is this is the vibe, man. And that the, some of those moments felt like that. I will say, I didn't have a lot of expectation for Dan Campbell and the Lions, um, and they might totally end up on the the full bag of suck train before the season is done. Um, but kudos for him for you know taking over a team that's in a kind of a tough spot. And then God bless <laughs> somehow. The Rams have to thank them in perpetuity for taking golf off their hands. Um, I still can't believe they pulled that off, man. That's still unbelievable to me uh, that they they got Stafford and the Lions end up with golf. It's unreal. 
Uh, but Goff did have some nice throws, man. He did have some nice throws. It, 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 as a Packers fan, even better fumbles late. So I appreciate that. But Dan Campbell, a, a little bit of respect. Try not to uh, – eight. don't cut anybody else on their birthday. Don't be that guy. You already did it once. That's enough. Hey, did, did uh, any of the Lions players try to bite the kneecaps off the Packers? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see it. Okay. I didn't see it. Not this time. Not this time. He said they were going to do that, so I just I mean, figured I would ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, you can't get to Aaron Jones. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. You can't. You can't be envious of Campbell because he does have a lot of work ahead of him. Plus, mm-hmm. that team has got 15 rookies on the roster. It's a ton, man. It's a ton. So rebuilding, man. And rebuilding they, yeah. and setting setting the tone for what he wants that franchise to be. So yeah. hopefully, they give him the chance to do it because. A, a guy who played the way he did, he was just that big physical tight end who just hit you in the mouth. I gave him four did, years. Did did yeah. I, I may have misread this, but I thought that uh, I thought I saw a line that said Dan Campbell is the only Bill Parcells player, yes, to ever uh, be an NFL head coach. That is correct. Out of five hundred some odd players, that's he's the only one. As as many teams and as many players as part, you know what I mean? Like that's like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? I mean, mm-hmm. think about all the players that have to be connected to, to freaking Bill Parcells, and that's the only one. That seems that's incredible to me. I mean, he had a lot of coaches that obviously. Oh yeah, of head course. coaches. Oh that. yeah. I mean, his, his coaching tree. I mean, obviously, we're in the tail end of all that <clears> stuff now, but you know, I mean. Obviously, enemy number one would be Bill Parcells. <laughs> Excuse me, Bill Belichick. Sorry about that. Yeah, we we know what you mean. Yeah, uh, <laughs> still wild, but I don't. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen in Detroit, but you know, again, I'm just glad that they were clicking in the second half, and um, I don't know. I hope that continues uh, in Week Three versus the Niners. I, hopefully, that's a good game. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we need to shift, and we're talking about the good and the bad and the ugly. And I asked Mark out of the gate to think about the good and the bad and the ugly, right? So, Mark, I got to ask you. I got to ask you for your two-week NFL season in. You're good, you're bad, you're ugly. Whether it's about the Giants, whether it's about the league, whether it's about those crappy taunting penalties. Um, oh. <laughs> they're so, so annoying to me. But I, I'd, I'd love, a, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, from your perspective so far in the league. Also, mm-hmm. by the way... Uh, Lindy, I dedicate this stat for you. Uh, best home record on Monday Night Football. Top three. Shannon, I'm sure you're going to guess one. Indy. Peyton Manning, 8-0. Yep. yep. Rodgers is now 9-1. and Anybody got the third guy? Hmm. Brady. Brady? Not Brady. It's an excellent guess. Not Brady. Quarter- you talking about Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Monday Night Football. Yeah, best record, best home record, to be clear, best home record in Monday Night Football. Peyton Manning's 8-0. Rodgers is 9-1. Derek Carr? Derek Carr? I <laughs> know. <laughs> At least you didn't say David Carr. I think, I'm hoping uh, I'm finally... David <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm finally past the point where I accidentally called Derek Carr David Carr. I hope so. Here, I'll, Sunday. I'll throw one out for you. Uh, About Steve, Eli, Steve Young, Steve Young, nine and one. That's what oh, it was. Uh-huh. Those, those are the t- best home records on Monday Night Football. It's a minimum of seven games. So, um, but it, you know, Rodgers and the Packers have been pretty tough on you know when they're in Green Bay on Monday Night, man. 
So kudos to that. But Mark, good, yeah. bad, ugly. What you got for me, bro? Okay, I'm gonna go not Giants because I, I I said going into the season I have limited to no expectations. Yeah, good for you. Your team is expected to be great, and they got embarrassed. 38 to 3 in the week one. Nobody expected anything. Petty, go, fighting, go, petty, go, petty go, fight, petty no, fight, petty fight. Well, go listen to the soundtrack of Jenny Dobbs in the sequence and get back with me. <laughs> Why is he say sequence? Like, that's funny. It's not funny. It's just dumb. Anyway, um, so. It's about uh, as soft as a damn sequin. I'd, lo- I'd, I'd love that's to see you Soft as a sequin? What does that even mean? What does that mean? You know, see, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Say stop. Just, just stop while you're behind. Uh, <laughs> stop. Um, uh, adults are talking. So. Um, <laughs> hey. Empl- employed adults. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh. Fuck the city. Fuck the king. Fucking oh, no, 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 no. Sexual No. Bruh. Cunt. All right. Yeah. I'm not a cunt. Damn. <laughs> oh, Lord, man. I didn't know we were going to have to take out the trash this early. Oh, <laughs> damn. Holy crap. I mean, I can't have badge beards getting on my ass. All right. So. Bruh. Um, good. Uh, y'all, I mean, I don't think anybody can... <laughs> debate me on this because I, I I feel like it's been pretty clear, but a yeah. person that's not going to often get credit on here, but I just think they, they honestly deserve it. Thank you. Dak. <laughs> he's, he's, um, he's probably going to talk about Lamar Jackson. Uh, the, I'm just no. oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he just said Dak, and I'm, yeah. I have to agree no. with him that yeah, he, no. has, he definitely doesn't get enough credit from the sports brew. We yeah. have given we have given Dak a lot of gloss over the years. Oh, sure, sure. Now, now no, that I, shifted I, 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 er, very, very early on. Um, <laughs> there was a criticism about what his ceiling could be, uh, yeah. but you know, go ahead, but, but, no, go ahead. Yeah, come, come, coming back from the injury, I mean, uh, they, they've they've played two two tough weeks, and mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, I mean, I just think that's. Anybody coming back from an injury and, and looking as as poised as he does, uh, he's obviously got some some good um, good juju, good whatever. Working with uh, Lamb and 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 mm-hmm. really most most all the receivers spreading the ball around. Um, again, none of us root for or are going to suddenly be rooting for the the, the no. Cowboys, but you know no. we appreciate good football and and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean I I, um, I I like the guy. I I think I was certainly somebody who said, uh, well, we all said. I mean. Uh, quality mid-tier quarterback. Yes, they should they should aim to keep him as their quarterback because the, everything else was out there. Just I wouldn't see any value in them having to try to get somebody else. But did he deserve a top-tier quarterback like you know uh, the top-tier quarterbacks, a Brady, a Rodgers, you know what have you? No, absolutely not. Um, that that was what it felt like. But two weeks in, yeah. I mean, he looks he looks phenomenal. Uh, Cowboys certainly look like they're probably the, the 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 cream of the East so far. Doesn't mean that's going to hold up. Doesn't mean they don't fall off. But uh, I don't know. Just just uh, he he definitely deserves a tip of the cap. I'd say for what he's done so far mm-hmm. and, and what what they've done so far. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, I understand. It. And don't don't enjoy seeing it. But uh, but yeah, k- kudos. Um, I mean, it was a hell, hell of a hell of an opening game. Uh, Cowboys uh, Bucks, and I think a lot of people certainly could have anticipated a a you know, pretty big blowout for for the Bucks. Uh, yeah, the Cowboys still lost, but I mean, they they gave him a hell of a fight. No, that that was that was much better than I would expect. Yeah, that was a great opening game to the season. 
phenomenal. That was a fantastic open. Uh, We've gotten, you know, usually uh, we we bag on Thursday night football, right? But we've gotten some good ones so far this year. Well, uh, not tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. Two thirds. Two thirds. Two thirds. Two thirds. Yeah, but I mean, still a passing grade. Yes. You know, I mean, I, I think that was Whitfield's GPA through most of high school, about 66. I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Who was uh, that, Meatloaf? Two out of three ain't bad. Exactly. I don't know. What was it? Cookie Monster. C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. <laughs> but I mean, much, I mean, yeah. you clearly couldn't have expected, you, you couldn't have high expectations for Panthers and, <laughs> I mean, the Texans. I mean, let's be real no. here. Um, but Cowboys Bucks, that was a, that was a fun, fun game. I mean, you know, sometimes if you're vested as a fan, your perspective is different, but that was very compelling. Very compelling. Dak Prescott, 42 of 58, 403 yards, three touchdowns. Brady was obnoxiously good. 379 yards, four touchdowns. Um, side note, you know, what I think is fascinating is, uh, it feels like Brady has just done it long enough now that people are either tired of hating him or and I know there's always going to be people that do, but it almost feels like he's reached Bad. the point where his haters are like, "I hate him, but I got to respect him, man." What what do you do? What do you say? <laughs> like, what do you do? How does he do this? It's impossible, but here he is. <laughs> it yeah. cracks me up. Um, but I don't, I don't want, I don't want to take any credit away from Dak. You know, we saw it in pieces last year. It really felt like he was going to be that offense um, had shifted from Zeke to really Dak. You know, we had lines of commentary in years past, and this is probably a little bit more in line with what you were talking about, Mark, where we were like, well, you know, the focal point of the offense is Zeke, and, you know, he's he's carrying the load, and then, you know, you need Dak to play off him, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, Dak has grown his game and developed his skill set every single year he has progressed as a quarterback, as a leader, as a player, right? Uh, and you saw a lot of that last year, and the injury robbed us and robbed him and robbed them of what that season could have been. And I'm glad to see him really come back uh, this year looking healthy, looking right. We had some concerns coming into the season. Was he going to have any weird injuries? Like, like kind of, you know, sometimes people get hurt, they come back, they strain stuff, they're not doing things quite right, you know, whatever. Um, but he's he's been legit, man. If the Cowboys don't win – it's not going to be because of Dak in the offense, or at least doesn't feel like that, right? I, I Zeke doesn't seem like he's the same as he was, although certainly in week two they were very productive. Pollard feels like he's the guy with the pop uh, at this point, but now it just feels like the offense goes through Dak, you know, uh-huh. period, end of story. Where it, it, A couple years ago it felt like the offense flowed through Zeke and Dak played off of him. Now it feels like everything has to flow through Dak. Uh, different vibe, uh, but you're right. He deserves – absolutely respect for the comeback from the injury for what he's what he has looked like it's early in the season uh but he has matured into a much more than a middle like a top 15-esque borderline top 10 guy he is he is absolutely a top 10 guy in the league and he's probably flirting with that that top five deal and some of that statistical stuff you can go back and forth on but you know the easy ones are obviously Mahomes Rodgers Brady, because you can't get rid of that guy. Um, Allen. You know, uh, uh, yeah, maybe. Um, Allen Stafford. <laughs> you know, yeah, Stafford, Stafford's got to win some games when it really matters. But Stafford's certainly productive. But, you know, it, he's in that conversation now. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, let's argue about the top five. And Dak Prescott's in there. And they obviously have some filthy skill position talent in Dallas. Oh, That's yeah. nothing new in the wide receiver core. So, But you're right. That's a good call. Kudos, respect. I appreciate that. So that's your good. How about yeah. some bad Zeke had, uh, Zeke had, uh, Just real quick. Zeke hasn't been, in fact, good, good since he got paid. Let's, I mean, let's be honest here. Yeah. He, yep. need, he needs to go back to the bare midriff and having cereal or, or you know, whatever yeah. he was doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I, there's, there's so many things. Or go I, back I, to I, Endor I, something, bro. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't get Zeke. I, just somebody I, I just don't enjoy rooting for him. Even if he wasn't a cowboy, I don't, I don't think I'd. He just comes across as being a dick. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I don't really, I don't know. He's a poor man's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who he's to not even a poor man's. What? I mean, I don't even think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've told Justin more than one occasion they need to use uh, Pollard as the um, lead. Well, and he's looked more explosive yeah. this year than Zeke has, so he's yeah. definitely earned yeah. it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, he's not going to be Zeke's gone after this season, and he don't turn around. Zeke's gone this season. Very possible. Um, but I was gonna say uh, a special special mention or honorable mention, I think, for good uh, to, to to Gronk. I mean, I think, and that's, I mean, mm. it's mm-hmm. sim, 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 similar to what we would think of Brady. It's like, I mean, how is the dude? I mean, you you, you think about you know where he just basically, you, you, I mean, he he had hung it up, and I mean, you didn't, you know, it seemed like a friendly you know grab to to bring him back to Tampa Bay and and put him in there and. I mean, it's early in the season, but you know, you look at stat lines, you look, you know, following the game. I mean, Gronk touchdown, Gronk touchdown, Gronk touchdown. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like. I mean, I, he's such a likable guy. I mean, I, 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 you know, I can't root for Tampa Bay, but he's such a likable guy. Uh, it's hard <laughs> not to root, root for Gronk. I know but, it. Gronk is fun. Uh, you know, he he, and, and he, he has a character. You know, yeah. and I think sometimes people make the mistake of of thinking that's always who he is. Um, but it, he he ha- he knows how to play the game and play to the audience and have fun. I mean, I, I bet that dude is is a good time, like legitimately just fun to hang out and bullshit with. I oh, bet. I would, I would, yeah. But before before, before I, I, I get uh, get too old, I, w- I would love to go on the, the Gronk Cruise one time just to spend some time with that family. I bet that would be phenomenal. <laughs> who was it that we were supposed to – oh, the Haloti Not A Case Race Challenge. That's what it was. Yeah. Haloti uh, Nada never delivered, man. I'm so bummed he, out that Haloti Nada never he, stepped he, up he, versus he, you. He, he he didn't, but you know, if we want to try to, I mean, Gronk, I bet we do it in his place. So maybe we should get Gronk in the. I mean, look, we look, we did. We had a song dedicated to just, my Gronk in a box. I mean, I don't yeah. know what year that was. That's going back. Was that was that were you was was that like the time you were over here and uh, that led to your breakup <laughs> with prior life? Was that Gronk maybe. in the box? That feels maybe, like maybe. that was about that era. That was about thirteen or fourteen, I would say. Maybe, uh, maybe if, if so, I really owe him. <laughs> for, uh, you you do, might owe do, him do, a do, beverage do, or do, two. Yeah, do, doing me a solid. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, yeah, it was about probably right around then. But, it uh, feels like it. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, look, look, it's crazy to think that Brady is the oldest player in NFL history to lead the league in touchdown passes, like through two weeks. He's got nine, bro. What does Gronk have four touchdowns in two weeks? Yeah. Right. I think so. I mean, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous, man. Yep. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't, I don't have the number written down in front of me. I know that there was this conversation about where they're at with their total touchdowns. Uh, and obviously they're significantly behind Peyton and Harrison. But I want to say they're, they're like, not that far behind. They're within fifteen. 
They're what? They're like within 15 of Harrison and... I, th- I thought Harrison and Peyton were like 126 or 120-something. Yeah, I think they're... Like- I, they're I mean, up there. I, I think they're 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 gonna have to have a lot of. Look it up, Randy. They're gonna have to have a lot of. Yeah, they're gonna have to have a lot of two touchdown games <laughs> to to do that. But still, I mean, it's absolutely it's filthy. It's I filthy. Mean, and yeah, Gronk yeah. and Gronk looked like last year. Gronk definitely felt like a little rusty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this year it looks like he is. This is kind of the dude we remember <laughs> him being. I mean, and, he had two 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 touchdowns in the Super Bowl too. I know, I know, but like. He was relatively quiet in different different elements of last year. He came on in the playoffs. Totally get that. But it- well, well, keep in mind with Gronk last year. Think think about after he retired, all the weight he dropped. Like he wasn't in football shape. He was just in shape. Yeah. This you know he's had an, he's had an off season to just get into football shape, and mm-hmm. this is now we're seeing what Gronk really is in football shape. I, I, by the way, I loved. Uh, I had totally forgotten. I missed week one of the Manning cast or Manning night football or whatever you want to call it. Um, I saw some a couple different highlights of different things with him, and I forgot it. I forgot about it again in week two, and then uh, Matt reminded me, and so I tuned in and I watched part of it. I will say I love the fact that Gronk's sitting there joking around and bullshit and talking about how like he doesn't watch any film and he just like relies on Tom Brady to tell him where to go or whatever and people totally took it as matter of fact like oh yeah that dummy doesn't watch film you know and so he had to come out and be like look I actually watch tons of film <laughs> I actually watch a lot you know I, I love this he said um uh, I probably I probably blame PR director Nelson uh, Nelson Lewis over there. He asked me eight times to go on the show. I told him it's not a good a good idea to put me on the show with the Mannings. They always get me joking around. They always get me in that type of silly atmosphere, and that's what happened. But uh, <laughs> Coach Bruce Ar- Coach Bruce Arians uh, threatened me that I don't get my vet day anymore because I don't watch film. So trust me, I watch so much film, my girlfriend gets mad at me. She freaking throws shit at me sometimes because I'm watching so much film. I, I don't know where – we got two extremes here, right? Uh, right? I'm sure he watches some film. But, I mean, like, the dude is funny. And in, his, in the right element uh, – and, like, New Year's Eve was not the right element. Some of the stuff he's trying to host was not the right element. But when he's in his element, Gronk is fantastic. I love that guy. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I would totally rock a Gronk jersey, man. I, I have so much appreciation I, for that. I think dude. we all would when you think yeah, about yeah. it. I mean, so, he re- he, repre- he represents a whole lot of what the sports brew is all about. I mean, mm, um, oh yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I'm the only one who's like equally big and athletic as him, but the rest of us, you know, we we all love to drink like he does and have a good time. So, you know, um, that's an interesting perspective for, 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 for the for the for the audience. Uh, I am being sarcastic, so you don't take it. So next week we don't have to clean that up, and I, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fat bastard who's well out of shape. So no, I, I am not athletic. Um, so I don't have to come out and apologize like Gronk or, or correct myself. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but 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 you yeah, got that I, gun I, show going. I'm working. You know, I'm, I'm working on it. You know. Shut um, the fuck up! Whoops, not that one. <laughs> this one. Shut the fuck up, fat man. This ain't none of your goddamn game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, either works, so... Yeah, yeah. Just saying. Oh, um, man. I was going to say for shits and giggles, uh, <laughs> you think you think if uh, if Brady was ever you know, free on a Monday that he would, uh, he would go on with the Mannings? Yeah. A- after he's retired, yeah. 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 Um, or if he has like a bye week coming up, yeah, like 
I mean, look, Tom was there for Peyton's induction. I mean, they clearly have a good relationship. You know, oh, I think I think people sometimes get you know they run with some of, of what like the ES, like the talking heads do and the, and you know all that other stuff and they get into it and they they fandom it too much. Look, the the reality is the people those players that are really at that level of sustained and professional excellence, particularly as a quarterback, when you're talking about you know they respect their that position group. You know what I'm saying? Believe me, Tom and and Peyton, man, they've got they've they've got a relationship, and they've done other stuff that's been funny. Didn't they do a golfing thing where they were at um, Jim? Why can't I think of the the guy with Tony Romo? Jim, Jim Nance. Nance. Jim Nance. Yeah, didn't they like do a thing where they were being funny and they were like hitting golf balls at Jim Nance's house or something? Yes, and they went into yes. Nance's house. Uh, you know, it, they've got rapport. They've got I'm probably, a good. I'm probably probably less worried about yeah you know, Brady and, and Peyton than a little more about the Brady and the other Manning. But <laughs> I'm sure he. I'm sure they would all have fun with it. Who Arch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Arch. Exactly. I, I just how... wonder if Arch is going to get to the NFL and Brady's still there. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'd probably take about six years, but. Well, I thought it was. I thought it was a hoot how they were like they were messing with um. Pat McAfee. McAfee, and they were like, "Oh man, yeah, Arch committed to West Virginia." <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, the the Manning thing is fun. I mean, it's definitely a different vibe than the regular Monday Night Football broadcast. I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I freaking enjoy that. Yeah, but me, me, me too. It is fun. What's different is when I when I just want to zip through the game because I do a lot of DVR games. When I just want to zip through the game, I have to stick with the regular Monday Night broadcast. What yeah. happens is that when it's the the Manning Manning Night Football, I'm watching the game, but I'm just listening to them, and you right. get these slices out of Peyton that are just brilliant. And then you then you have this the silly banter they have between each other, um, like when when Eli was talking about. Well, of course you can't get that helmet on your head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean that was incredible. I mean, how many people can get away with a you have a big ass head blast? Did you all listen when he had Favre on in the third quarter this I, week? I missed that. I I, I did. So Eli was talking about a story that Favre was in a bar shooting pool and Eli underage at the time went into the bar to go shoot pool with Favre, but his wingman left. So he left with his wingman. <laughs> You'll have to go back and revisit that. That's just the, uh, let me, the let me, Oh, here you go. Here you go. Uh, hopefully this is the right part. There's in a row. I think past, past Christian Mississippi. I had, I had snuck into a bar and you can do the math. I was born in 81, so I was about 17. I had snuck in, hopped the fence and snuck into a bar. I saw you shooting pool. I introduced myself to you, and you asked if I wanted to shoot pool and hang out. And uh, my buddy did not jump the wall with me. He was too scared. So I went out, and he would not. I was like, Brett Favre's in here. We're about to drink a beer and play pool with Brett Favre. you got to jump it. He would not. Oh, they cut it. Oh, well. Sorry. <laughs> And Favre essentially said, thank you for not getting me in trouble for drinking under <laughs> And Eli's like, yes, yes, of course, I wouldn't do that. No, no. Wink, wink. Yeah, wink, yeah. wink. 
<laughs> the, 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 the Eli Payton thing, I mean, it's obviously it's two weeks in, so it's still rough around the edges. Some it's, of the guests are a little. I mean, Patrick Willis didn't didn't. Patrick Willis, I like the dude a lot. He 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 had yeah. no personality. He didn't he didn't add much. Um, it's, I, it's 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 clearly got some rough around. The, I mean, they're all zooming in, so yeah. I, I get that some people are, are comfortable with that. Who who was the best? Obviously, McAvee. I mean, he does a podcast. He's super comfortable with you know doing that kind of thing. So I mean, he was by far their best guest. McAfee um, was was over the top. I mean, McAfee's funny. Yeah. <clears throat> I've listened to his podcast a little bit, um, but working with them because he has that relationship with Peyton, right. you know, I mean, he he's just going to town. The uh, casino story is, it, yeah. it, I've heard that one a cut for a few years, but it's still an amazing mm. story. Mm-hmm. I loved how Pat McAfee was talking about being at, I don't know if it was Thanksgiving or a holiday meal. And they had that uh, Peyton Manning had those PM hand towels in his bathroom. He's like, "Oh, Pat McAfee, I'm taking it." <laughs> it just, He's like, "I still have them at my house." Yeah, you know, I mean, Peyton's like, "I want those back." Yeah, yeah. I wonder what happened to those. Can I get those back? Um, I mean, I mean, Peyton is is you know, it, you can just tell like some of these guys they have just have busted so many balls and had their and <laughs> over the years you know and i mean they just they they just can ha- they can dish it they can handle it they have fun with it um and then of course every once in a while like something happens in the game like when golf fumbled and peyton looks like he's so pained by the fact that golf oh. can't handle the snap <laughs> he's like oh my god and I, I feel like he talked about wet ball drills for 15 minutes and yeah. uh he I, I don't know like patrick uh, patrick will i thought willis was going to be uh much better than he was and you know it, the reality the thing that's tough is like sometimes people are like fantastic like off camera off stuff and then you get them in the moment and they're just not right it's sometimes it, the vibe isn't right the flow isn't right the energy whatever it is and like they set patrick willis up several times it just didn't work itself out so i don't know but uh, I mean, I could have told you that he wasn't going to be good for that just because, you know, him being a Niner, his interviews were never anything spectacular. They yeah. were always – he was just really quiet, really reserved, and, yeah, he was he was always a humble player. He was nothing yeah. arrogant about him in any way, shape, or form. So. Well, it's like uh, they, they would ask him very specific things about, oh, what do you think the defense this and that, and, uh, again, Peyton Manning kept going on, on about – You said – What, balls? Balls. Um you know, they just set him up a ton, but like I, I don't know, it just didn't work itself out. So, but some of the guys they've had on were phenomenal. Week one, uh, Russell Wilson was fun. Yeah, mm. fourth quarter and overtime, that was that was fun. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but it's, it's, it's it's a great idea. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking. I think they said they were doing it. Uh, I know they're not doing it like for every single Monday night, but I, I thought they said maybe like six weeks or maybe more than that. I, I hope more than that. I don't know. It, it's it's a great different setup. I, I couldn't give a shit less about the Monday night commentators other than Romo. I don't really feel like we have too many great NFL commentators right now. Yeah. Um, so I don't think what? Riddick's too bad. I, no, he's, I, he's, I do he's, like he's Riddick. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. He's not bad. So I'm no, but, but, but just overall, there's nobody that like wows me other than Romo. I think Romo couldn't be more perfect for commentary. Uh, Peyton can have whatever job he wants for the rest of his. Oh, you know, oh yes. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Speaking of Romo. Speaking of Romo. A little play action shot here for a touchdown. Lines to go up early. And that's about what I know. A run up the middle for one dog. Yep, nice call, Romo. Nice, nice call, call, Romo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
That was, I mean, some of the stuff they drop on each other is just great. It's just great. And, it, you know, because uh, some, sometimes it feels like some of the broadcasters, man, like the, you know, they, they do a good job. And I, I really do like uh, Lewis Riddick. But there's just, I don't, there's something that's just different and just kind of fun about them, you know, giving each other some grief and seeing them, like, be so vested in certain things. And then just, you know, when they draw some. And some of that, some of that is like kind of like this dry, wry humor they slot in. It's just a fun vibe, man. It's a nice change of pace from a traditional broadcast. Yeah, it's just a nice change of pace. And I think because they're doing it that way, you get stuff out of players and you get stuff out of some of the guests that you just wouldn't get in a normal broadcast of any kind. I mean, this is I mean, some of these things are great. Well, first off. Uh... My teammate, Cam uh, Bray, uh, just asked me the other day. He goes, Rob, I have a serious question. He goes, do you ever watch film? And I said, no, I don't. It's I just run by guys. If, I, if I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good. <laughs> I mean, I just run by guys. Eh. I have a serious question. Anyway, I'm going to cut that one off because that's like 50 seconds of audio. I don't know where it is. I didn't timestamp it. So, But I, you know, it, it's just fun, man. Yeah. You know, it it's, it's, it, again, it, it, it's just a nice, it's a nice change of pace, Mark. Right, and it w- it wouldn't be for everybody, and we feel like no, it's not. If you if you just want to watch the game, watch the watch the game, because like you said, I mean, if you're just trying to trying to speed through the game, what have you, um, it's it's not going to be for you because you want to enjoy the banter, you want to enjoy the conversation. It's mm-hmm. it's watching two guys who know a shit ton about football, uh, banter about the game they're watching, banter about some football stories, have on some entertaining guests. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a very different feel, and and uh, I, I I like it. So I, I hope it's catching on. I hope enough people are enjoying it. Oh, it they are it's not not that expensive to do. I mean, it's I don't know, whatever. So yeah. Well, their hey, setups Mark, at home are probably sick Disney's anyway. Fan them, they're good. Yeah, they're hey, fine. Hey, exactly. Hey, Mark, what's under over on forehead jokes? Eli's coming with next week. Oh, I, mean, I think he's gonna keep keep him coming strong. Uh, probably like <laughs> five and a half, at least. Animal. Yeah. Animal. Yeah. By the by the way, speaking of ugly, speaking of ugly, all right. <laughs> I want to give some love to Gus Johnson for making some some goodness out of some ugly with that Minnesota <laughs> Vikings Cardinals game. <laughs> Good snap, clean hole for the win. Oh my goodness, he missed it. Sounds like he broke something in his voice, dude. You're watching the NFL. I think it's he's yelling so loud the audio is not really coming through. Oh man, like, is there what team in the league has more? I, I don't. It feels like it was Seattle and Minnesota. They've really had like them playing each other almost guarantees some weird, weird something outcome. But I mean, God bless. What is up with the Vikings and just like? The Shankopotamus and just like bad kicks, dude. It's, I mean, just, it, it started in cruel. 1998, bro, it's with Gary Anderson. Oh, man. Mm. And I was so excited for that game. I was just like, oh, yes, the Cardinals are going to lose. This is great. And I was like, shit. By the way, by the way, <laughs> speaking of like good, you know, two weeks in the NFL, again, this is, is it's early. We're not to the quarter poll. It's early. Oh. But I will say, good story in the NFL. Um, the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray. Well, the Cardinals in general, but Kyler Murray, good, crazy, but yeah. good. 
I can't disagree with you, but still, fuck that guy. <laughs> Kyler Murray? What did he do to you? Gee, I wonder what he did to me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It could be a division opponent. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Fuck you know guy. what, though? And, and th- th- this probably won't last um, as long, but good for Sam Darnold for starting off a season with a winning record, man. Like, it's amazing what a little bit of good coaching and, like, your coaches having your back and going with your strengths Look, will do for you. Uh, Shannon, Shannon, too. It, it, we're, we're not that far from Halloween. He'll be able to see ghosts again on the field. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, uh, well. <laughs> well, you have to understand, like, <laughs> when you're in New York, it's such a different beast in terms of just the media and the expectations that come oh, with playing is. in New York, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, hockey, doesn't matter if – if you're in New York, you're expected to be a winner no matter what. Mm-hmm. At least with Carolina, he's getting a fresh start. And it, it shows that he's more comfortable now than he's probably ever been as a Jet. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's a different vibe in that organization, for sure. I mean, the, the uh, Jet, I mean, not, I, I don't not, know. They're not a big market team, so nope. it's not like the media's going to be up his ass 24-7. Nope. They're not. So he can just go out and play. And appreciate the you know augmented reality of the Carolina Panthers zipping around the stadium, roaring. So it's it, the thing is is now things are, uh, depending on uh, how long McCaffrey is going to be out. Hopefully, if, hopefully it won't be too long for him. It, it, everything's going to fall on his shoulders. So now you know. Hopefully, you know with they're three and zero, and with this he'll have a chance to really, you know, show what he's made of. I mean, I'm looking at their schedule in October. There's a good chance they could be 7-1 and one after October. They Ooh, go Slowly roll there, McGuffin. They're at Dallas, which I think that's going to be their loss. But then they get Philly at home, Vikings at home, at the Giants, and at the Falcons. I mean. Hey. 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 <laughs> it's a revenge game, bro. Oh, no, wait. Well, it's New York. It's just wrong. Well, and, well, and keep in mind with Atlanta, it's a division game, so that – those are usually really funky, but yeah. you're right. They very well could be seven and one. They could be. I'm, I'm not saying they will be. That's very optimistic. It is, but I mean, would you have thought that at the beginning of the season you'd been oh, like, "Fuck no. yeah, Sam Darnold on the Panthers, yeah, bro." <laughs> no, I did not think not that. not at all. But I mm-hmm. wouldn't have, you know. Well, I mean, Jets, Saints, and Texans. Not exactly Murderer's Row, but the schedules kind of in their favor at the moment mm-hmm. depending on McCaffrey's health depending yes because if he's not <laughs> healthy then forget about it and plus they lost that uh oh god that kid JC Horn to that Achilles tonight yeah oh, so, it, so it's been confirmed an Achilles I mean I watched the replay and I that it looked like an Achilles to me I mean uh. To I've, have that I've, happen to your rookie season, you're a top ten pick. Uh, yeah, it sucks. I mean, you know, it's a non-contact not, not, not injury, contact. and uh, the way his foot planted, it just looked like an Achilles. And oh, sucks so much. You just hate to see that shit. I mean, it's not confirmed. Don't get me wrong. It could maybe it's right. just a something weak, but the way he was acting, it well, it, and it, it sounded like they brought the card out for him, like uh, once he was on the sideline. So, yeah, I mean, hope it's better news than that because, damn, Shannon, that's like worst-case scenario. That's brutal. Top 10 pick, ugh. Way to go, Debbie Downer. 
I will say the bad, I'm going to give that to the Steelers, man. Like, yes, you guys got Buffalo, but Ben just has not looked well. That offense has no, not looked he hasn't. good at all. The just, injuries, just, injuries in week two to the defense, I, you know, I it's early still, but dude, I, I was expecting a lot more out of that team. Yeah, DJ Watt, come on down for that big old paycheck. Uh, sorry, Coach. I, I know. Like, hey, at least he was smart enough to go sign that. Yeah. His I'll, agent. I'll, yeah. No, his, his, yeah, his agent didn't want him to do it, man. He went up there and yeah, he squared that up and got that thing done, man. Respect, respect for that. Hell yeah, get me paid, and then if I get hurt, then guess what? I got paid. You're I, fired, I'll, agent. <laughs> Uh, I was just gonna say real quick. I mean, yeah, because of my wonderful wife, I, I watch all the Steelers games because that's her, her team, and and uh, it's just frustrating for me. And and it it was it felt this way last year, mm-hmm. and is why I felt like Roethlisberger was gonna hang him up. Is that if if his ability or whatever has gotten to the point where he he can't really get the ball downfield, they've got so many weapons that can do. I mean, Johnson mm-hmm. and and uh, Claypool, Claypool mm-hmm. especially. That I mean, he's got weapons that he could use all over the field. If all he can do is these, you know, five yard up and outs dump offs, because that just seems like they're all they want to do. He should have hung him up. I mean, that that's what frustrates me because they've got these offensive weapons. Yeah, you, um, you know, that's the proverbial uh, have the guys stay one year too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it it right right now it feels like it, and 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 it, it's really frustrating because yeah, they've they've certainly got. A talented team, and I like Ben. I, I I absolutely like him. I think the dude is a tough player who you know, uh, you know, did did some phenomenal things for that team. Uh, but it just felt like that was their offense last year, and their offense was abysmal. And um, right now, it feels a lot like the same. I mean, yeah, good job. I mean, genuinely good job beating the Bills. I mean, that was the, the but I mean they got that the defense is what got it done there, and that's what it feels like right now, as if. If they're going to have any success throughout the season, unless something just magically changes with that offense, it's going to be due to the defense. Well, it's t- you know, it's it, last year's weird because uh, what were they eleven and zero before it kind of collapsed, and they had that weird, you know, that weird game with the Ravens that got moved to like Wednesday or something stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't all the COVID. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they ever recover. Really recovered from all the you know, BS with that, and then obviously no, I, I was super tickled about you know Washington sticking it to them. But um, I mean, they fell apart at the end. But it, it feels like a lot of years they kind of start slow and then they build up. So I, I don't know. I'm 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 not sure how that's going to play out. I'd like to believe that Ben has enough in the tank that he'll rally up, but. You know, it's just it's just hard. It's hard to know. I mean, it's not like it's not like they have a running game you can legitimately count on. And if I don't think they utilize it enough, I was looking at their carries uh, this week, and I think last week wasn't a lot at all. But like it, there's just not enough run game for that team. I, yeah. I, they, they just don't try it enough. And I mean, I need to watch the games in full. I, I've I've got the game pass, and yeah. once I get everything figured out, I'll send you guys the info. But what is um, there to figure out? Either you either you haven't you know how to log in, or you don't. So randomly, I like <laughs> did the the trial subscription on like my Amazon thing, and uh-huh. I wrote down the information, and 
like I tried to log in, they wouldn't let me log in, but it charged me for it. And it was just, it's just so random. I just, I got to figure that out. Yes. You got to figure that out. You do. Anyway, by the way, uh, Mark, I, <laughs> I do want to say, man, kudos to Daniel Jones for getting an endorsement with a pillow company after that lame ass rough in the passer call. That's that's what I want you to know, man. Pillow fights, pillow fights. Nice. <laughs> Just letting you know. Kudos to him for getting that endorsement deal, man. That's that's nice. a, that's a good call. Pillowy soft. You got to hit him. Pillowy soft. <laughs> <laughs> That was gonna be my, honestly. I was just gonna say for for both my bad and ugly, uh, yeah, the the, the taunting penalty bullshit. It's just nonsense. The taunting stuff is I crap, just, dude. I just I just despise it. I'm uh, hoping that it's just an overemphasis early on in the year. You know what I mean? And then it kind of calms itself it, down. It, it kind of has to be when you think about it, because when we look at the previous seasons and they, with the taunting penalty, it's usually some guy like getting in someone's face or like standing over a guy too long, like John Adam after he laid him out stuff that those are the types of taunting penalties I can see. But yeah, right now I, they're just being a little, they're being ticky tack with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. There, there, there's, I mean, any, any, I feel like any logical sports viewer can see times where like, yeah, somebody is, I mean, just, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say necessarily penalizing, but like, the ones that annoy me are, you know, team is team is down like twenty points, and the dude gets a tackle for a three yard loss and jumps up and celebrates like, yeah, you know, they just won the world, the the Super Bowl. No, no, man, get get the get I the mean, hell back in the huddle, like it, stop it. It's nonsense. That that's obnoxious, but I don't know that that's but, taunting. No, no, exactly. No, right. I'm saying that that was just talking about like yeah. just pissing me off. Uh, but I would say a taunting penalty to me is. Uh, yeah, if, if you're, you know, genuinely like not leaving a dude alone after you've done a play, if you're just like following him back to his huddle or something like that, just, just nonstop in his face or, or, or if you're getting physical with him or whatever, absolutely. That, that's, that, that's, that's something, but otherwise let's let the dudes have some emotion, let them show some of their emotion. I mean, it's just, this sport is incredibly challenging. These dudes are playing at the top of their level. If they have a little celebration or something, why are we throwing flags on them? Like. God, stop it. It, it, I mean, it. You can watch like super cuts of like some of the taunting pen- penalties and you're like, wait, what? What <laughs> What are you talking yeah, what, about, bro? What, 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 what are you doing? What well, are we because doing? it's like, I, I mean, I guess some of it is it, it's acting like everything is calculated because the other person is there. And sometimes it's a great play and they get up and they're just in the moment. You know what I mean? I just, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a point that it just, the feel isn't right. No. You know? I mean, it's like, what, what did that, that yeah, forever and a day ago? I don't know. Matt, you might remember. It was one of those Supreme Court justices, I think, that said, uh, you know, like, like uh, I can't define pornography, but I know it when I see it or something like that. <laughs> right. You know? And that, that's probably, kind of, some li- probably some liberal judge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, you know, taunting, I, mean, I think you generally know. You know, when when something is is very blatant, and there's it, it's just it just feels like some of the stuff now it's almost like overly proactive. You know, you can say, "Oh, we'll just go to the end zone and and do whatever you're gonna do." Man, eh, give players a moment. You know, I mean, there are things that they can celebrate for a moment if it's a, if it's a touchdown or a big play or big whatever. There's a difference between going over somebody's head and like you know somebody virtually teabagging another player, right? It's not Halo. Right. Like calm, calm yourself down, or legitimately looking at the sideline and absolutely taunting. I mean, I'm sure there's things that get said that we never hear, uh, and things that are done that we never see. But some of the stuff, it just it feels like it's it's 
overly it's, it's an overly aggressive stance for the taunting. Yeah. Uh, and, and last I checked, this is still a sport and a game. Like, right. It's, they're, 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 they're not doing surgery out there. They're not doing something that they need to be so straight and narrow and you know professional. I mean, professional, sure. But, like, they, they have emotion, and these guys are playing. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, yeah, the the, 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 uh, the roughing the passer bullshit. I mean, these guys are going full speed. Mm-hmm. And that, that the one you're referencing in particular, like, you know, Jones is wrapped up. And, I mean, yeah, the dude is supposed to, like, in midair, like, and we've we've seen this before. Like genuinely try to roll off of them in midair, which is only going to you know likely injure himself. It's it's just not the way physics works. I, I guess they wanted Chase Young to to bear hug him and then rotate and land on his back and have Daniel Jones land on top of him, and then it may have been okay. <laughs> I Maybe. told my brother immediately. He asked me, and I was like, No, that was a terrible penalty. There's there's no there part of it. That, that that was no, no part. I just I, I won't. I won't bullshit. I mean, I, I would be that pissed off if that happened to the Giants. Uh, it's just nonsense, but uh, I mean, it reminds me, and I think they—I I should know—but I, I guess they reversed this. But when they used to penalize, you know, like team celebrations over individual celebrations, like team celebrations were not okay, group celebrations or whatever. No, now they like, encourage that, that. They have that camera yeah. set up, and the players, yeah, supposed to, yeah they're supposed Which, to go down. I'm, 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 I'm glad because that's—I mean—isn't that the whole point? Like, shouldn't you reward more like celebrating with your teammates than individual celebrations? Because Dude doesn't get in the end zone without his ten teammates doing something. Right. I mean, it's just so. So that's okay. That like that yeah. that part's okay. I will say. I mean, number one, kudos to the Ravens for finally beating with the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, finally beating the Chiefs. Okay, he'd taken some tough L's versus Kansas City, so that was a hell of a that was a hell of a win. A hell of an entertaining game. That that was all. That yes, that was also a really fun game. Also, man, good kudos, Derek Carr. I didn't call him David. Derek Carr and the Raiders, <laughs> by the way. Two tough games back to back. Yeah, and, that was and, gonna be one of the and, things I was gonna say has been the good. That, and, and that team has just been performing. They didn't raider it. <laughs> they didn't Raiders yeah. didn't go raider. They actually pulled it out. You know, what was great about that is that Monday night game against the Ravens, I thought it was done, and so I walked outside and Matt calls me. <laughs> Matt calls me and he's like Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I had to come back inside and rewind the game and watch the. I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. Um, I mean, that was just wild. But kudos to, to you know, Derek Carr has has gotten a lot of grief, you know, and uh, that people have given you know uh, Gruden. I mean, Lord knows they pick on Mark Davis's hair. That's deserved. I'm sorry, Gruden. <laughs> that, that criticism of that dude's hair is deserved, man. That's a terrible yeah. cut. His barber, it, it, nobody's doing that man any favors. No. Uh, that's a that's a bad that's a bad deal, bro. Um, but anywho, uh, I, I think you know the good and one of the good stories in the league. Again, we're only two weeks in; it's early. Uh, but credit to the Raiders, and I know they fooled people. They've started strong before and then fallen apart. I totally get that. But good on them, man. Uh, beating the Steelers, um, beat, beating the Ravens. I mean. We can talk about who was hurting this and that and blah, 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 blah. You still got to get it done. I think Carr deserves some appreciation. Good start to the season. He's he obviously been statistically productive, but those are quality wins. Um, but the Ravens, man, uh, kudos for getting the proverbial monkey off your back and beating Kansas City. Your next challenge, obviously, getting through the season. And if you meet them in the playoffs, that's when you got to do it. We had a we had a pretty good thread in the sports through chat d- with that game, 
Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and yes, that also did set up some Whitfield and some D-Stat petty fighting, as it always does. I think you sometimes do it just for shits and giggles, because you know he and I are going to go at it. Yes, occasionally your, occasionally, I drop stuff in there just for good yeah. measure to see what you yeah. do do with it. That That is true. I will admit to that. But Throwing, I mean, a, throwing a piece of steak into the dead. <laughs> <you know>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, e- Snarky, look, an instigator? No. No. I mean, e- look, ESPN has... ESPN has first take. The sports brew in our chat, we have fail take. So every once in a while, you just you just kind of set it up, and you just kind of go with it, man. It, it's great. Um, but, yeah, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about, oh, my God, you know, here's the thing, man. Like, why would you take it out of Mahomes' hands, like, late in the game? Uh, and, and they were just – they were sitting pretty, man. It, it, the Chiefs were – oh, God, you had – you were in field goal position. You know, they had one timeout left. That's I know, why. I, I, I hear you. But it's just like, oh, and it was an incredible play by, um, it was Oway. An, Oway. Oway, yeah. uh, it, it was a great play. And it's just tough because there's a part of you that goes, why are you taking out of out of Mahomes' hands like late in the game, man? You know what I mean? Like, he, he, he just drove you down there. And, you know, every once in a while, Mahomes does something that you're like, that's incredibly ridiculous. Uh, he had a terrible interception, <laughs> terrible interception in that game. Where he's getting tackled, I think it was was it like third and twelve? I mean, it wasn't even a reasonable. It was bad. It, it wasn't even a reasonable down to be doing what he tried to do, uh, but you know he gets away with so much ridiculousness that occasionally you know he has that Farvian element in him where he's like, ah, I'm just gonna try, foof, and he does something. And you're like, oh, don't throw it <laughs> like that. Uh, and it was a, a, it's unbelievable to me that that was his first interception in his career in September. Yes. Like, that's incredible. So this game was, he had two firsts, his first September interception and Mm -hmm. his first September loss. Yes. Wild. Which is just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, and and both those teams had had some things kind of, I mean, Tyson Williams fumbling into the end zone, the ball just popping up in the air. And I forget the Ravens player that grabbed it and then got the touchdown. I mean, there was some funky stuff in that game. But you have to absolutely give credit to the Ravens for fighting their way back into that game over and over and over and over again. Because the Chiefs had things that, you know, in some games are backbreakers. That Kelsey, what was it, like a 46-yard touchdown? Oh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> that Kelsey touchdown was absolutely filthy. The the, Bron- the, the Byron Pringle touchdown. Oh, both um, of those were filthy. That one was ridiculous. Uh, Mahomes always does some Mahomes things. But you know, you, again, that interception that Mahomes threw was just rough. That was one of those take the sack, bro, take the sack and punt, man. You know, you don't always have to be Hercules. But I, we were talking about taunts. There's a part of me. This is being silly, okay? Being silly, mind you. But with all the stupidity on taunts, I mean, I thought it was laughable that Lamar Jackson's doing a back, not a backflip, but doing a flip into the end zone, and like that's okay. All this other taunting stuff, we got to flag you. But Lamar Jackson flipping in the end zone, totally cool, y'all. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, right before this, I was looking at NFL memes, and they mm-hmm. had literally just said that. I was just like, yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. It's and, like, and- he, he's, he's literally mid-flight, like, heads at the – on the ground feet in the air mm-hmm. like this is okay but don't taunt your opponent yeah don't taunt your opponent uh look do i think do i do i personally think the flip is taunting no i think that's a, some exuberant you know what i mean just yeah you know it's an exuberant celebration I mean, in the moment i mean some bravado yeah he, he, he had that other touchdown where he took off and he stretched out for the pylon got in 
And then with that one, man, there was nobody around him, dude. There was nobody around him. And he just did the, did the flip in the end zone. I thought it was great. I don't have any grievance with that. You know, again, it's like porn. You know, when you see it, well, that to me wasn't taunting. That was that was a celebration. Mm-hmm. Like Terrell Owens running to the star in Dallas or whatever he did. Uh, that, that was taunting. Like, like that was like that was taunting. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was legitimately taunting. And he got smacked in the mouth for it. Yeah. Who was that? Darren Woodson? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Darren Woodson was hot and bothered, man. That's for sure. <laughs> but um just you know, a wee bit. <laughs> great, great win for the Ravens. And of course they went for it on fourth and one you have to. Had to. Uh, had to. Had to. You know, win, lose, or draw, man. Like had to. Get, give it give your franchise player the opportunity to go win that game. Yeah. Uh don't give Mahomes a chance. No. So No. Absolutely the right call. And, it, and regardless of how it turned out, it was the right call. I do like the the idea that I mean, l- let's be honest, they were going to go for that anyway. But I like the you know um, Harbaugh kind of like you know talking with Lamar about hey, you want to go for it again? We know they were going to go for it anyway. But I think that kind of dialogue yes, and having confidence, yeah, mm-hmm. and letting letting the players be the owners of that, I think is really important. Huge. Um, yeah. That's the kind of victory, again, it's early in the season, but that's the kind of victory that sets a tone and sets an attitude and inspires confidence. That's really, really, really important for them. Really important for them. Well, I, and for the Ravens, it helps them right the ship a little bit, yes. considering the, the you know disappointing loss they had on Monday night. Yeah. Again, some of that is kudos to the, you know, kudos to just the Raiders, man. That yeah. junk was nuts. Mark, I would be remiss. If we did not, before you check check into cash and get out of here, I would be remiss if we did not um, at least partially cover that Thursday night miracle <laughs> that was Washington and the New York football giants. <laughs> More so than just the my pillow hit that Jay Young delivered on Danny Dimes. Uh, by the way. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's got a lot of grief. That dude had a good game. That dude had a good game. And Slayton should have caught that damn ball. (laughs) Slayton should have caught that ball. I'm not saying it was perfectly thrown, right? Maybe it was fractionally or a smidge deep. He should have laid out. It was on his hands. He should have caught that ball. You're a damn wide receiver. If it hits you in the hands, it's your job to haul it in. You got to catch that ball. One of the things that's fun about Daniel Jones, I know the turf monster got him one year. That fucker, like, legitimately is faster than you realize. That 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 dude when he if if you if he has space, you know what I'm saying? If he has space and he's and he hits top speed, like he runs away from some from some defensive backs. That dude is faster than you think, man. Like watching him run that that I forget what that run was. Uh, it, I know part of it. It got it was a fifty-eight yard touch run, that, and it got nullified because of a, a totally unnecessary hold. Should not have done the hold, bro. He was going to be in that holding call. That was a waste of a play by that player. They did not need to do that. Uh, thank you, though. I appreciate it. I appreciate whoever that was that got the hold flag. Thank you. But homeboy can run, bro. I'm not saying he's got like the like the burst, or the acceleration. But if you give that man some space, and he 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 can start running. Dude, he's tough to catch, man. Oh boy, can run. <laughs> Not as athletic as Mark. 
Remember that. Not as athletic uh, as Mark, but yeah, Washington was let, let, letting them. Well, not letting him, but I, I think they clearly weren't prepared or expecting mm-hmm. that. That I mean, he just kept on having pretty well wide open spaces with those, you know, just quarterback uh, design runs. That was definitely a sweet, scheme sweet, choice. Sweet, 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 out wide. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a schematic choice, and that was well done by the Giants to have them ready for that. I will say we talked about, uh, well, at least Matt and I talked about being disappointed in the Packers' defense. I can't say I've been overly impressed with the Redskins' defense so far. I mean, they've they've had a little bend-don't-break in them, uh, but the D-line hasn't lived up. I mean, that was a lot of, you know, that was a lot of off-season gloss they got. So they kind of have that paper tiger vibe going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Again, it's two weeks, and... I think the Chargers are a, a good team. I, I'm not saying the Chargers are great, but I think the Chargers are good. And they had a brutal turnover late in that game that really sealed, that helped steal the win for San, uh, San Diego. The Chargers. I just need to call them the Chargers. I can't go by this. See, it, it messes with me because with Washington, I can't call them the nickname because I still say Redskins. So I have to call them Washington. And other teams, I can't call them the city because they moved. So I got to call them the Chargers. It just messes with me, man. It mess, especially once I'm a couple drinks in. It just messes with my head. But <laughs> so stupid. That would, but that was another. That was another really, really compelling game. You know, it was. But it, I think it's okay to give Danny Dimes a little bit of love. Uh, obviously, the the thing, the knock on him has been the turnovers. He really didn't have that issue. He he had some really nice throws. Uh, that touchdown pass to Slayton uh, that they hit on was that was a tremendous pass, and. And we can argue about the quality of what those teams are. I'm not telling you that, hey, look, the Giants are, you know, a threat to win NFC East. And uh, Washington, er, almost called them the Redskins again. Washington is like, you know, the legend of Taylor Heineke, and they're, they're going to do it. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, they feel like okay teams that are competitive, but just probably not that good, but they're competitive good, right? Uh, that was that was a fun football game. McLaurin's legit, though. That ombre. He's legit. Um, I will Some say of the catches that man has made. Good God! Holy crap! Yeah, that's definitely followed to the good. Oh, and and part of the bad and the ugly quarterback injuries. Ryan Fitzpatrick getting taken out. Tua with broken, bruised, or whatever is up with his ribs. Uh, it felt like week one there weren't a lot of injuries going on. A week two they were like, "Hey, we saved them up for you. Screw y'all!" And it was just like boom, 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 man. Yeah. I mean, went with double ankle problems. I mean, what on earth? Um, you know, injuries in general has been the ugly part of this season so far. Yeah. Well, and it's only been two weeks, but you, between the some of the bigger name players, you got run between the running backs and the mm-hmm. quarterbacks and some of those def- defensive players. It's like, are you serious? Really? Yeah. Damn. Every time you turn around, there's another one gone. Well, there's always that spate of injuries in any given season. Obviously, it's, you know, certain things have been concentrated. The, the Ravens running backs, the 49ers running backs, clearly, um, have been problematic. But uh, we'll see how that goes. But to button up a couple of thoughts real quick, uh, I will say uh, Gibson. Where was Gibson in this game against the Giants? I didn't understand. And part of it was because of fantasy. This is why this is why fantasy gets you in trouble. I was like, God bless. It's so much McKissick. <laughs> Give me Gibson. At least get the touchdown. But, uh, you know, the, I mean, re- reality, you have to be like, yes, play McKissick. He's great right there. I didn't understand why we didn't see more Gibson. And then I rationalized that maybe it was a short week and they wanted to, you know, not overload the guy. But um, I appreciate the fight both teams had. And I appreciate the effort. Um, kind of a slower start for Heineke. 
and then they really got it going. But McLaurin is fantastic. Uh, that that dude is an absolute gamer. Um, and just kind of the shenanigans at the end of that game, I have to say, uh, you know, when Heineke threw that pick, and really it's it's a lot of credit to the Giants' DB. Was it Bradbury, Mark, do you remember? Or Broadbury? Um, that sounds about right. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, get, you know, it basically just cut in front of McLaurin and, and take that. That was a bad throw. Uh, it, Heineke shouldn't have made it. Heineke shouldn't have made it. But that dude, I don't know what his ceiling is, but I think his floor is 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 fairly competitive. I think it, you know, if nothing else, that guy's gonna should be able to stick in the league going forward and t- you know for several years. Somebody uh, threw it out there that they felt like he was a younger Ryan Fitzpatrick, which, and he was, wasn't being hateful. And then somebody, uh, I, I wish I could remember who this was. Somebody, um, argued that his NFL comp would be like Jeff Garcia. Um, which I thought was a very interesting take. And you know, if he was in Jeff Garciaville, he can have a good career, yeah. you know, and, and you can win with that. You may not be dominant, you know, he's not necessarily going to be great, but, you can certainly be competitive, good, uh, but I, I liked I liked some not all the decisions he made. I loved that throw to Ricky Seals Jones. That was that was a, a great and it was a phenomenal catch. He he definitely had some moments where it's cl- number one. It's clear that the team buys into him. It's clear that the team respects him and plays hard for him. And those things matter. I don't know how good Heineke is. But what I think you can say clearly is that locker room buys into him and plays for him. And you know what I'm saying? And with him, you need that. Yeah. And uh, certainly it's, it's tough as matchup coming up this weekend. So, I mean, on, on yeah. paper. Yeah. Oh, so. Well, it, you know, the the next, you know, five, six, seven weeks, however long Fitzpatrick's going to be out, the Reds, <laughs> Washington has has a rugged schedule, you might say. Right, they've got a lot of tough matchups. You got Kansas City in there. You got Tampa Bay in there. New Orleans, depending on which New Orleans you get. Um, Buffalo this weekend. They've got some tough sledding, and you know the defense hasn't quite shown enough yet. Um, I don't really know what to make of Heineke, um, but you know, if you play the games and you get the starter prep work, and you make progress, and you can make some of those decisions and deliver then great. Again, I don't know what his ceiling is. I think his floor is reasonably high for what he is as a as a player that, you know, probably was just viewed as a backup if 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 nothing else. Um barely hanging on in the league. Uh I just I like the attitude that he brings. And I think for a team like Washington that is kind of rebuilding and has a culture shift and a culture change going on. Uh, I think guys like that, where your teammates really rally to you, um, makes a makes a really, really, really big difference. Again, competitive good. He had some throws that you're like, competitive not good, bro. Uh, but he had some others that you're like, hell yeah. So um, I'm curious how the next you know several weeks play out with him. I hope he can deliver. I hope he can do it. I kind I I doubt they beat the Bills. I doubt that very much, but I like I, on the cover. I'd love to see him do it. By the way, uh, thirty-five was it thirty-five or thirty-eight to nothing that the Bills shellacked Miami. Woo. Thirty-five nothing. God bless y'all. Come on, man. Damn, uh, that's just rough. 
Mark, how how bitter were you, by the way, on on that Dexter Lawrence offside or <laughs> false start or jumping the thing? He's right in front of the damn football with the snapper, bro. Offsides, yeah. Offside. How do you mess that up? I, the, see, the, I see plenty people, plenty people that say it was perfectly timed. No, it wasn't. Um, no, come on, stop, how? stop, stop! Don't tell me it was perfectly timed. I watched that replay a ton. Get the fuck out of here with that. I did too. Um, I was, I was, I was, I was here, I was here watching with, with, uh, with donkey and I, I, I couldn't really say too many words. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I look, you have to wait for the long snapper to let it go, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Sorry. I, I figured at some point we needed to bring old <laughs> Elsa back. <laughs> Although the, although the, I mean, the refs let the flag go, which I appreciated. But I mean, dude, the ball's right in front of you, man. Come on. Yeah, no, inexcusable. So you were with Donk, and you what? I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't really speak. I was, uh, I was uh, thrilled for a moment, and then saw a flag, and was like, are you, "What are we talking about here? Uh, why, why is there a fucking flag? There's next to never a flag on a fucking kick what's no. going on oh you've got to be absolutely shitting me you've got to be absolutely shitting I, you me. know what i should have sent during that game was that jeremy shockey gif from all those years ago where he was like celebrating a field goal or something and then it was, then it didn't work <laughs> i don't even remember what game that was but i remember jeremy shockey i gotta dig that one up man do y'all remember that or is it just yeah. me no i do was that a playoff game or was that regular season I believe that was regular season. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, D-Stat, you can shake it off, brother. <laughs> there you go, Shannon. Thank you. I'm right there with you, D-Stat. My team's 0-2 as well, so. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I expected next to nothing out of the Giants this year. I hope they'd be a little better than last year. But, of course, if there's a couple of games I want them to win – Beat Washington, you know, beat 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 division rivals, and obviously, it was a it was an entertaining back and forth game. Nobody really had control of it. No, uh, but you know, uh, don't go offsides, and we won the game. And you know, what? Why? Just why? Like how? This can't happen. How? I was just getting ready. I need to play that for McGuffin, man. <laughs> Where did I put that video? Oh, there it is. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> I am Dexter Lawrence, man. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went full blown. <laughs> he went full blown up on that bad boy, man. That was a mess. That was a mess. I didn't realize, and maybe I've blocked some of this out, um, that snapped a five-game losing streak to the Giants. Wow. Wow. I was like, holy crap, y'all. Come on. But I, for real, I don't know why, man. I I was looking at tickets for that game, and I just, like, I really wanted to go, but, like, Friday at work would have sucked so much ass. Oh, my God. If I'd stayed all the way, well, of course, if I bought tickets, I would have stayed for that whole game. Um, but I would have, I, I would have been driving back, right? I would have gotten yeah, home at I don't know, traffic. yeah, I would have gotten home at like three o'clock in the morning or something, or four o'clock in the morning. 
that would have been a tough turnaround to go to work. So I would have been super miserable the next day. But uh, I don't know. It probably would have been worth it. I would have enjoyed that. I lo- By the way, I love the uh, in the post-game coverage where they had all the drunken rowdies in the background. They're trying to have like conversation. You got a whole bunch drunk, drunk, <laughs> like morons back there. But I love the fact they were singing Hail to the Redskins, man. It made me so happy to hear them doing that. I loved it. I, lo- I thought that was fantastic. Mark, I know it's a statistical anomaly, and I'm not trying to pile on you. It, it is odd, and it's weird. Uh, and I didn't realize that over the last five seasons, the Giants have the worst win percentage in the first two weeks of the season. I mean, they have, they're, they have won zero. They are 0-10. That is rough. Holy yeah. crap. So we're going to have to break out Green Day again, huh? I mean, they haven't even made it to November lane. Can you at least get to November before you suck? <laughs> like, what on earth? Wake uh, them up when September ends. Yeah. I mean, it, the Jets were 1-8. Well, now they're 1-9. And the Browns, it was the the Giants, the Jets, and the Browns for the last five seasons that, that had the worst start. But I remember I mean, a pretty, pretty pretty special Giant season where they started zero two. So I know, I know. It, 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 of course you do, but I mean Fine. that that's just rough. I, 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 you know, it is. And I think realistically, we we're most of us probably are saying, okay, a couple weeks in, it's probably Dallas's division to lose. You don't know how it plays out obviously, but you probably have the most confidence in what the Cowboys are because of their offense, because of Dak Prescott. Um, that being said, we have other teams that very much are trying to show what their identity is. I thought the, I thought Washington's defense was really going to be their identity. Not there yet. Maybe Heineke and his moxie will be part of their identity, even if it's a little bit ugly or win-ugly kind of way to get through. Um, it's just not the identity I thought they would have. The Eagles are better than I anticipated, but maybe it's just an outlier. Maybe they suck fat balls over the course of the season, which I'd be fine with because Philly fans eat horse manure and victory parade, so y'all can suck. Um, (laughs) You know, and the Giants, I don't know. I mean, to me, this is just, can Saquon rebound? And what is Daniel, where is Daniel Jones at? You know? And if they can kind of answer those questions, then even if they're not great or particularly good, if they're competitive and you you answer the Saquon and the Danny Dimes question, you can build that team differently. I mean, if Saquon is mediocre to sub-mediocre this year, I don't know how on earth they keep him. Yeah, they don't. Can't do it. I I just, I don't don't think you can pay him. But that's tough because you also have to answer the 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 you know the Daniel Jones question, and, and if both of them, if they walk from both of them, I mean that's like full reboot, man. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I, I, but I think it absolutely is. They're both both of their prove it years. I mean, it has to be. Yeah. Uh, Saquon proving that he can stay on the field, uh, and Daniel proving that he can improve the team enough to be you know a legit starter. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played a really good game. No it, turnovers. Oh yeah. I mean that that that's about what you would ever want from Daniel Jones. I mean, he did everything possible to win that game. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. If he can play like that every week, or even close to it, absolutely, I, I want him to stay as a starter. Yeah, well, if he's in that zone, right, and you get a the running game improves and the defense improves, and they don't have stupid penalties, then they'll win some games. Yeah, but you know you can't. The reality is that Washington was in control, and then Heineke has a terrible throw. 
right? And then the the Giants could have stamped that one out. They didn't. They they, they left a, a crack for Washington to, to come back. But even that being said, Hopkins misses. I was 48, you know, and then you get a penalty. He makes a 43 for the win. So yeah. they both tried to give it away. <laughs> they both tried. Uh, I don't think there was any tax. I don't think they got their charitable tax deduction form. It's <laughs> not the holiday season, guys. It's no. only September. Yeah, fifths and butts were candy and nuts. So, I don't know. Also, uh, side note, I will say uh, ugly. I, <laughs> Dear refs, this is an opinion piece here, but I'm going to go ahead and drop this on you. That was a damn safety on Russell Wilson <laughs> by the Titans. That was a safety. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, what the hell, dude? How is that guy getting spun around and brought down in the damn end zone? Down at the one. Tweet. <laughs> what the hell? Come on. Ridiculous. But kudos to Derrick Henry for delivering a whole bunch of second-half hammers. God bless. It felt like – it. I know this is weird to say, but not that I'm an NFL like fan conspiracy theorist. I'm, I'm not doing that. But I swear to God, it felt like they were. It was like if if I was a Titans fan, I would have been like, they are trying to steal this game from us. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Somebody's calls. I would have been like, raw about it. So I'm glad the Titans found a way to win that game because I felt like they stiffed them a couple of times. Really do. Although honestly, look, man, Seattle. I thought they were going to run them off the field. That's on y'all, man. Derrick mm-hmm. Henry embarrassed your defense in that second half. Up in, 15 in the fourth quarter, you yeah. got to close that you out. You got to close that out. Derrick Henry, by the way, his fourth game with 175 rush yards and three touchdowns. You know Damn. the two You know the two people in front of him? From 175? Uh, Jim Brown? His fourth game with 175 rush yards and three touchdowns. Jim Brown's one of them. That man has five. LT? LT is the other one. He has four. So Henry is tied with LT. Wow, filthy! Wow, that is some impressive company right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, filthy. Yeah. They're both filthy. wearing gold jackets, so you know. Yeah, true. that's that's yeah. Pr- that's pretty good company to be keeping. Pretty good. Pretty good company to be keeping. So, all right. Well, good, bad, and ugly. I think we've you know we dance around a lot of stuff, um, <laughs> and that's okay. We'll do. I, I'm going to give a couple of quick uh, tips. Tip of the cap. Tip of the cap to Teddy Bridgewater. Um, who a lot of people have written off for dead. A couple of good weeks for the Broncos. You can argue that it's a soft schedule. I hear you. And if you're in a, a death pool or survivor pool, picking us the Jaguars every week, if you can. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's probably an effective strategy for the first half of the year. Unless it's like no ankles wince. Maybe don't do that. But short of no. that. Um, <laughs> but good on Teddy Bridgewater. Good on, good, good on Teddy B. Um, curious about Justin Fields this coming week. Curious how the Browns handle their injuries uh, going forward. Good job to the Rams and Matthew Stafford. I don't know how that's going to play out, but they clearly made that. That was a good move for the Rams. It it looks like you know Stafford is a good fit with McVay. Um, that's a good team. They're not a deep team. <laughs> sure as hell, they better stay healthy. But if that team stays healthy, dangerous. But that, that feels like good good fit. Again, it's early, but that feels like good fits. Good on them. Mac Jones, nice start to the year, bro. Zach Wilson, not as much. <laughs> we, we two versus the pay. Not so good. 
uh, were, were his first two passes interceptions is something crazy. I mean, Belichick <laughs> versus a rookie quarterback. Usually it's not. Chalk it up. Yeah, usually it's not good for you. No. Uh, usually not so good. But stay strong. Keep your mom off Instagram, but stay strong, Zach. You're going to be okay. All right. <laughs> you got a you got a good head coach, man. Why is that Donk uh, seeking her out, or what's going on? Donk probably already has Zach Wilson's mother's number, man. <laughs> probably already got it. Mark just thinks he's moving to Charlottesville, man. He just you know. Um, Mark will be going to uh, wineries and such tomorrow. You know, it might be. Donk, Donk's going exploring. Might <laughs> might be might be. Yeah, again, it's early. Um it was nice to see some teams that started in week one kind of rebound a little bit in week two. Things will kind of like stabilize or normalize or caramelize or somethingize over the next couple of weeks. I'll have a better feel for what's going on. But it, there is good, as always, any given NFL season, there are good storylines, great storylines, and there's some things that are going to be you know, choppy and rough and get ugly, man. And sometimes that's a great story, even if it's, gnarly reality uh and it's it's just a reminder of you know how powerful you know the nfl really is from a media you know consumption standpoint and just sports consumption it it really is just a tremendous thing side note i am not a fan of sticking a wild card game on monday night no three on saturday two on sunday one on monday night if i'm the team on monday night i'm pissed no that's not right no, no, can't do it. That's not right, y'all. No, Mm-mm. can't do it. Can't, can't do it. Not a. That, that's fan. a competitive disadvantage. It is. Man. It is. Just a put the Monday Night Crew on Sunday. I mean, that's fine. Like, yeah, you, but, you, know, you or, play... or keep it as Saturday, like they do now. Like, don't put it on freaking Monday night. Are you? It's. Kidding? It's not that. I mean, we'll all watch it, obviously. But I just, yeah. I mean, I think that's a competitive disadvantage. Yeah, Saturday you know, and Sunday is just fine. Yeah, make it the make it the night make it a night game. Sunday night, you know, Saturday night, Sunday night. Oh, that's Sunday night would be fantastic. Sunday night's great. Yeah, but, you don't need the team that wins on Monday night to have to play like on Saturday or you know, oh, that or, or the early game on Sunday and ha- and it's mm-hmm. they're still beat up for Monday night. Yeah, yeah, you can't be doing that. No, I'm just I'm just not not a, not a fan of that. Not a fan of that. Side note, I'm glad that Aaron Jones uh, found his uh, chain with his father's ashes. That was a fascinating storyline, losing that in the end zone. Glad glad one of the groundskeepers found that, man. Although uh, I thought he had a pretty good attitude you know, about that, saying he figured you know, his father would be happy if, that if he lost it anywhere, it was in the end zone. Uh, <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good attitude about that. Very good. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad he found Pops and was able to, somebody found Pops and could get that back to him. I thought it was pretty good. You know, look, man, the NFL is always a wild ride, man. It just always is. We're going to have some great storylines this season. We're going to have some awesome-ass football. We will will definitely have some fugly-ass football, uh, probably brought to you by the New York football giants. Um, (laughs) I'm just kidding, Mark. Not really. I'm going to give you a Javi Baez thumbs down. I'm just playing. Uh, But but I'm just just glad we're back in season, man. I'm glad that we got all y'all on Zoom and we can bust each other's, you know, balls and laugh. Hell yes. um, We were probably a little thin on sound bites and stupidity uh, tonight, but that's okay. You know, we haven't recorded in four months, so we're rusty, y'all. What you want, man? 
Um, gotta, we got to shake it off, bro. Yeah, yeah, like totally. I'm, I'm I mean, I, I feel like this segment has gone so long that I'm about to pee myself. So that that's <laughs> well, it's probably going to, to be a a one go because I got to roll. Yeah, no, I I think I think we're I think we're one and done, man. I think this is just an hour and a half or an hour forty five minutes, and that's enough. That's perfect. And, well, and, and before we go, we definitely need to do our salute clock. Yes. We do, but before I can do a salute clock, I need to grab a... I drank my drinks. I got nothing to salute with. So I at least need to get a, a fresh beer. You make a valid point. All right, so I have... A, look at this. I'm just going to pause it. I will go pee, all right, mind you. But I'm going to grab a new beer. We'll come back, do some salute clocks, and we'll just kind of wrap up i had a lot of stuff i thought we were going to get to tonight clearly it's going to get carried over into the next week but i think what was most important is that we (laughs) really got another episode recorded and we were just hanging out and clearly i should have done zakapa on ice so i could have gotten totally trashed and wrecked on my birthday and probably been uh, an absolutely dickheadalicious captain snarky (laughs) i was way too nice tonight (laughs) Uh, don't worry i'm sure you make up for it on saturday (laughs) <laughs> i mean mark right here i'm like oh you know i'm sorry about daniel jones and uh you know saquon barkley <laughs> other than the whitfield i probably gave whitfield a lot of grief but he did make us wait 40 minutes so thanks a lot asshole he's probably I mark, asleep i think mark what justin really means is fuck him <laughs> <laughs> anyway all right quick pause i need to get a new beer we'll do a salute o'clock Maybe a tip of the cap or two, maybe an RIP or two, and, and we'll laugh and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, let me let me grab a beer. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm gonna pause it. <laughs> Bam! Look at that. There it is, working like champions. Anyway, ah, uh, well, look, first podcast in four months or whatever, three and a half, something like that. Uh, I'm just happy we were able to catch up and crank one, <laughs> crank one up and crank one out. Uh, and, and, and since I'm turning 44, which is still an unbelievable number to me, that's incredible. Uh, it, I'm not turning 45, you fuck face. I'm turning 44. Just because you look like you're 54, that's your own personal problem. Get out of here. But <laughs> that's what happens when you fall out of the ugly tree and hit all the branches on the way down. Oh, man. oh god damn. damn. Just be thankful he's not drunk. Imagine how much worse no. that would have been. Oh my god, that's uh, I'm thinking to myself. You know, mental note: next week, have have some, have some Ron before you even start. <laughs> like I was way I was way too nice, man. Um, I didn't even break out two teeth, one cup. We were talking about porn oh. and Whitfield. I don't know how we didn't go two teeth, one cup on him, but you know. <laughs> No. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's not do that live. I mean, <laughs> uh, Well, you don't want that live. You don't want it on video replay. You want nothing. None of Hell that. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Oh, my God. Yikes. Anyway. Uh, but, Mark, it's great to see you. It's good to catch up. Shannon, Randy, Matt. Um, although, uh, you know, Whitfield delayed us by 40 minutes. That's bro. Test your shit. Quit your bitching in the kitchen. You should test your shit next time. I mean, all the STD tests you've had over the years, you can't test your connection, (laughs) right? I mean, come on. I ain't had no STD tests. So that's why all your teeth fell out. You bastard. Oh, (laughs) 
Make up for lost right. time. I <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That that was uncalled for. That, that Thunder was... cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, I dedicated that last bit of Whitfield hate just for you. Uh, side note, Todd, man, it'll be great to see you this weekend. Uh, we're gonna get together for some bags and boards, and I might, I might throw the screen up and and do the the Transformers. It's the 35th, like I don't know, anniversary of that movie coming out, which traumatized me as a kid. So, uh, might be <laughs> fitting to go ahead and play that from a birthday. I don't know. We'll see. I thought uh, they're re-releasing it in some theaters next week, and I thought it'd be fun to go to that. But I don't, I don't know that I'm, <clears throat> I don't know that I'm ready to go to a movie theater yet. I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't know. So we'll see how that plays out. But anyway, uh, let's hit wrap up a clock and uh, button up some thoughts and, you know, a couple of tip of the caps. Uh, number one, uh, uh, dude, got to say it. Rest in peace, Bobby Bowden. Hell of a life, hell of a career. Um, I'm not an FSU fan by any stretch of the imagination, although I've, I've, I've certainly have had some friends that, you know, have gone to FSU. Uh, Jesse, uh, my man Jesse Adams out there in California. Uh, you know, but but just just an incredible football life, incredible football story, and you know, rest in peace. And uh, it, you know, got to raise a glass to Bobby Bowden, and uh, I'll chuckle at the Steve Spurrier blast. I, I don't. Steve Spurrier came up in conversation earlier tonight. I was talking about Big Brother. He called me, wished me a happy birthday, and I, unfortunately, fair or not, I can't think of FSU. And Bobby Bowden without Steve Spurrier and Free Shoes University. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't, man. That was glorious. You can't spell citrus without UT. What was the other one that he had that was like, uh, there was like a like the library caught fire in Alabama or something, and, you know, they, they lost all their coloring books or something goofy. There, <laughs> there's some goofy thing. Yeah, I think that it was, sounds like Spurrier. Yeah, I think it was about Alabama or something like that. But, you know. Uh, but rest in peace, Bobby Bowden. Um, and then uh, we got to raise a glass to Norm McDonald. I felt like that came out of nowhere. I didn't. I didn't realize he was, you know, was dealing with cancer. I don't know how widely known that was. I, I certainly was not aware of that. Um, I don't think anybody knew. I, I, it's it's just one of those things where, like, same with Chadwick Boseman. You know, he mm-hmm. just he just kept doing his thing. He kept fighting it on his own and. Yeah, that was definitely a shocker, especially considering, I mean, what, we were, what, in our teens when we were first introduced to Norm MacDonald? No, it was 61, which, you know, when I was a kid, 61 sounded really old. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, uh, other than Mark, for the rest of us that are treading in, you know, we're kind of like midlife, kind of 40-ish zone, um, 61 doesn't sound that old anymore. No. You know, particularly since our parents are in... For the ones that are still with us, should, are largely in either their late sixties or early seventies. Um, actually, my dad's in his early eighties, so you know, sixty-one just doesn't sound old, and so that that that's a tough one. And I was poking around the other day trying to find a Norm Macdonald soundboard. I didn't find one that I liked, otherwise I would have played some Norm Macdonald stuff. But there's obviously tons of skits and tons of things and and lots of stuff. But yeah, I mean that that was a pretty influential guy, given our age bracket and our our demographic. You know, you think of him with Weekend Update and SNL and just all the stuff he did. He was a funny dude, but that just it just caught me by surprise, man. So certainly, uh, uh, raise a glass and a rest in peace to Norm Macdonald. The David Patton news was sad, dying in that motorcycle crash. Uh, that sucked. <laughs> you get these reminders every once in a while with with people passing away, whether it's an accident, whether it's a disease, whether it's just old age. 
Uh, a, you get reminded that Betty White's going to outlive us all, as is Keith Richards. I saw a great meme with Keith Richards like in front of a baby, and he just had his guitar, and he was kneeling down, and it said, rare rare photo of Keith Richards teaching... Um, God, I can't think of his last name. Teaching... Um, Willie uh, Willie Nelson how Willie to play, Nelson, yeah. Willie Nelson how to play guitar and I just laughed it was so dumb man it's like Keith Richards <laughs> old man Keith Richards and little baby and that's Willie Nelson and it's just it just it just made me laugh it was so stupid uh but 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 so funny and um you know you just get these reminders every once in a while about you know life and you know how fleeting certain things can be and obviously we're still a, we're still dealing with a pandemic and that's a mess so I, I just, I, you know, I hope people can stay as healthy as they can and not be too thick-headed about things. I really hope so. But, I mean, this other stuff, it's not related to that. I mean, Bobby Bowden was 91. I'd forgotten that Alabama uh, didn't hire Bowden in, uh, in, like, I think it was 87 because they said he was past his prime. <laughs> he had a lot of prime left, man. <laughs> he had a lot of good years left. So... Anyway, uh, certainly condolences to the uh, families and friends of those. And there's plenty of other people we've missed, but uh, wanted to raise the glass to them. But salute o'clock, gentlemen. Um, it's it's great to see you all again. It's great to do this again. And I, uh, I, I've become partial to two things over the past couple of months. Number one, I still enjoy my Jack and Coke. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm a real big fan of this, this collab with El Segundo uh, this Broken Skull IPA. Randy, have you gotten one of these yet? No, I have not. Oh, my God. I know. I need to get on the ball. I'll try not to drink all the ones I have before you get here on Saturday. I mean, you know it's bad. That would be nice to hear. I mean, you know, it's, you know it's a beer that I thought I like. I mean, Whit- Whitfield's had the Broken Skull. He, li- he does like it. That's true. Matter of fact. Yeah, he was telling me about it. It's so a bit, I'm really curious about it. It's a big change of pace from the Bartles and James that he's, you know, in the milk he's used to drinking. Shut up. But, <laughs> but sorry, the, he got it wrong. Bartles and Lames. Bartles and Lames. That's also true. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, the the El Segundo Brewing Company and Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA, man, it's it's a good beer. And you know, uh, I mean, the, the weather's cooling off. It's one of the things I love about my birthday is this fall's rolling in, and it's not quite as hot. It's not quite as humid. But the Broken Skull IPA, man, that's it's like you can enjoy it anytime. But it's definitely a very drinkable, warm or hot weather IPA, which I know is a weird sounding thing. Uh, but like, I don't like stouts in a lot of heat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna, you know, like I don't want, I don't want to be hot drinking a stout or drinking a porter. <laughs> like, it's just not the deal. And there's certain IPAs that are just too heavy for hot weather, man. I'm not gonna be in a beach, uh, on the beach, sweating my my earth off. Rocking a dipper. It's just usually not going to be the deal, right? Um, no deal. <laughs> no deal. No. But the <clears throat> but the Broken Skull IPA, man, is very good. Very drinkable. Definitely has that IPA kind of, you know, uh, the citrus and the bitters and all that kind of. It's there. The hops, it's there. But it's very, very drinkable. Uh, Shannon, honestly, I wouldn't even be surprised if you were like, I like that IPA. Because I know you're not really much of an IPA guy. But I would think you'd be like, yeah, that's not bad. I've uh, got one at the house, so yeah. I'll, I'll crack it open here in a little bit. Yeah, you should. Mm. Mark, what are you drinking, bro? Well, you're going to you know, turn your nose up at me because I know this is never up your alley. But Bud Light? I, I freaking love them. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, good old uh, Southern Tier Pumpkin. Yeah, I hate pumpkin beers, but that's okay. I've tried them many times. It's just... I'm sure. Not my thing. 
Uh, by the way, how is it that Heineken wasn't able to work out an agreement of some kind with Taylor Heineke? They missed the boat. They sure did. There's mm-hmm. there's Bud Lighticky. He ended up with Bud Light. Heineken, how do you how how do you fuck that up? Yeah, that makes. No I mean, sense. could one of the local breweries though had snuck in and done something? Somebody, somebody somehow, man. Come on, y'all, Heineken. That's some trash, y'all. You should have gotten that junk right. Social media people. Your PR maybe people. The, uh, maybe the pandemic hit them hard, too. Mr. Boat. Mr. Boat, you dummies. The hell? Big dummy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, any other random flavors this evening, Mark? Uh, no, sir. That is that is all for me. I will uh, imbibe more heavily tomorrow night. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, Shannon, what you got, bro? I was rocking the Sam Adams Oktoberfest tonight, bro. Mm. You do love some Oktoberfest, man. You know, one of the things I miss, not only was recording with y'all, but I miss Oktoberfests, like legitimately going to them and doing the chicken dance and getting crunk. (laughs) (laughs) Getting the big stein. It was was funny because Penny and I actually went by the place that had used to host Oktoberfest that we've been to a couple different times, and now it's a Roses. Yeah, I think that was the show place on like mm-hmm. uh, Mechanicsville Turnpike. Is that what it was? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big ass roses, unless they carve that area. That carve. No, that it's up. A, it's all roses. Oh. Good God! Of course, I also remember the one we went to where Mark and I decided to have a little chug off, and he lost pretty handily to me. Uh, is there photographic <laughs> evidence of this? I was gonna say, I feel like that's revisionist history, probably. <laughs> Oh, uh, doubtful. And I'll do. It. I'll do it again if I have to. Oh, uh-oh. oh, oh, oh! We're gonna have some chicken dance, Mark. By the way, Jeez. race challenge, Lodi versus Mark. If, if we're do gonna, it. yeah, no Lodi, no Lodi, nada. Mark, can you do the chicken thing like Job from Arrested Development? Cuckoo, <laughs> <laughs> cuckoo. <laughs> so, I will say what one of my pandemic discoveries, and I was late. I was late to, to the. To the bandwagon on this one. I love Arrested Development. That show is fantastic. That is that well, show is so damn funny. Phenomenal. Oh my yep. god. I know I'm, I'm I know I'm late to the party. I know that. But man, that show is gloriously fantastic. Love it. Mr. F. Mr. F. I gotta find a I gotta find a, a good Arrested Development soundboard. <laughs> yep. Nobody but you and me will really appreciate it, but that's okay. Because nobody other than you appreciates Fargo, so we all have our things. Mm. On the podcast, I'm not talking about listeners, but I'm telling you, C is fantastic. If you have app, if you have Apple TV or Apple TV Plus, whatever the hell it is, you got you, C is incredible. C is incredible. Uh, Whitfield, I told you, you got to torn it because you might have to share it with these dudes. Good God! Although I guess I could torn it, I suppose. <laughs> Maybe. Randy, what are you drinking? So back in, I think it was, I believe, June, I went to Total Wine because, mm-hmm. you know, just, and I found uh, a nice beer, uh, Hardywood Foolery. Nice. Mm. Sitting out there that uh, I was like, you know what? This, when we finally record again, this is what I'm going to have. It's, it's uh, definitely a Robusto at 13%, but you can't go wrong with the you know, bourbon barrel milk stout. Mm. very tasty very and after you know letting it breathe i mean the sweetness of the i mean this is probably the sweetest 
bourbon barrel stout I've ever had compared to some of the other ones I've had. Mm-hmm. And it'll tear you up. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good right now. I'm not like ready to fall over. I mean, you know, mm. it's not uh, you going down your driveway in a chair tore up. But <clears throat> hey, that was the night Andrew looked retired. I had, I had, and, uh... and I made sure to t- stay with you the entire time and drink step for step with you. Look at that. <laughs> Or it's not Randy passing out in the bathroom, you know. I, I think no. one of my all time there's there's two fa- two of my favorite drunk Randy memories. Number one, he may deny it. Keg stand face plant. That that's that's numero uno. <laughs> I keep trying to tell you, man. If I'd landed on my face, I'd either died or we'd have been in the ER that night. No, <laughs> I literally landed on my back. But your face was part of the movement from keg to ground. So keg stand face plant. It's part of the movement. <laughs> number two was... Logic be damned. <laughs> number two was some McCollum party where we were at his apartment and he had some barrel of whatever concoction he made and you were bent as a okay. motherfucker. So, so here's what happened. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not going to deny it because I, I appreciate the fact you took care of me, cleaned me up, all that fun stuff. What happened um, was... What happened was... <laughs> no, Chris got the wild idea to mm-hmm. make... Uh, Long Island iced tea mm-hmm. in one of these giant Gatorade jugs that you would see on the sideline of a high school football game. Oh and, my God. and the thing is, mm-hmm. is that we never stirred it regularly. So oh everything no. went to the bottom. So when you're taking, making drinks, oh you know, no. all the, yeah, the concentration of alcohol led to me getting really, 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 really lit, really lit. And, uh, my Christmas time. tree on fire lit. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, the last thing I remember is puking behind Justin's car, and that was the end of that. And then next day, I know I wake up and I'm being helped home. I'm going, what the hell happened? Yeah, dude, you wrecked shot, man. By I the did. way, I was I was cleaning up my I was cleaning up my uh, sports brew notes document, and I found the thing. And this was after game one. Uh, Brady and Gronk, 86 touchdowns from Brady in the regular season, 100 touchdowns, including the playoffs. They're third all-time in a regular season. And at this point, at least the notes, so hopefully I wrote the notes correctly, they were 26 behind Peyton to Harrison, and they were only three behind Rivers to Gates, which they'll they'll get that one. Yeah. They'll get oh, that. Yeah. That's, that's going to be hard to catch uh, Manning and uh, uh, Peyton and Marvin. That's going to be hard. Just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, unless he averages two touchdowns a game. And then all bets are off. Right. <laughs> that would be nuts. So, but yeah, yeah, Randy, those are those are my two favorite drunk ass you memories. I mean, there's other stuff that's a lot of fun, but those are my my two select absolutes. <coughs> Three on this episode. <coughs> well, yeah, yes, that too. But yeah. yeah. Well, that one was great. Uh, we don't need photographic evidence or a video because we have the audio of it. Yeah, and, you do. And you were you were trashed. It was fantastic. Here's you were thing. a mess. At least I own up to it. You do. I, I admit it. I I, I accept sure. it. But some people are like, nah, nah, that didn't happen. No. <laughs> I know it happened. <laughs> and Whitfield, uh, I'd ask what you're drinking, but I know it's just milk <laughs> or Pepsi. <laughs> and he he's, he's gone. Well, whatever. All right. See you later, fucker. <laughs> uh <laughs> the, the ladies know he disappears when it matters most comes up short oh. what are you gonna do <laughs> just kidding 
That's some bullshit. <laughs> oh, he shows up. <laughs> I got nowhere. You you didn't go anywhere. You well, you weren't able to talk. <laughs> I keep it on mute so no noises. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, noises, background noises, or yeah, anything like that. Background noises. <laughs> you rubbing the one? hell are you doing while it's on mute? Good God, man! Rubbing one out. <laughs> Taint tickling. Taint tickling. What do you want? Oh, <laughs> that reminds me of the one really heinous story that I want to share with y'all. <laughs> I'm just gonna read you. I'm just gonna read you the headline. This is from IFL Science. Of course it is. Man, man ejaculates out of his anus for two years before seeking help. Wait, what? What? Mark, that's not even fucking possible. A team of doctors has documented what they have called a curious case of rectal ejaculation. <laughs> that's a that's a sentence I don't think I'd, I ever would have uttered in my life. A 33 year old man sought medical attention after five days of pain in his testicles. This turned out to be the latest in a long line of problems in that general area. For the last two years, he had been passing gas in his urine, urinating fecal matter, and passing a substantial amount of urine and semen from his rectum. There, in, in parentheses, there isn't even a fancy medical word for it. That's how rare this is. <laughs> I need a fucking I got, drink. I got that. I got uh, on that note, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. uh, on that note, I need a drink more. Good God. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I got, I got like 5 a.m. practice. So I know. I gotta roll. It's time to go, gentlemen. It's been fun. I knew that was a night ender. Anytime you, I mean, happy <laughs> yeah. birthday to me. Yay, Happy salute birthday, o'clock. Cam. We'll see you Saturday. And, and, and taint, birthday, taint tickling Whitfield. Try not to ejaculate out of your anus. On that note, good night. <laughs> good night now. Good, good night now. <laughs> Todd, we'll get stupider next week for you. We'll see you this weekend, bro. Oh, my God. From all of us to all of you, enjoy the week. Oh. Have fun with college football, which we owe y'all conversation. And I don't know. I, whatever, it's Nick Saban's world and everyone just lives in it. Yeah, pretty much. What are you going to do? Glad you All right, provide gents. pictures, Justin. What? For fuck's sake, man. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't provide pictures of that shit. Here's well, the article. Look, see? <laughs> well, yeah. you know what? Don't even. No, oh, no. no it, it's too late. Y- y'all can blame Randy. I ain't looking at that. <laughs> I, I don't leave. How do you here. how do you shake that off? <laughs> like, what do you do? You don't even know which part to shake. It's the whole I thing. Mean, he, he's got to wear the. Th- you got to break out the thong song for what that. You, what, you do, what, what you do is you turn back time and trade never happens. <laughs> oh, well played, Randy. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll go. We'll go with the thong song for you. That's appropriate. And turn back time. Yeah, turn back time yeah. for sure. Alright, Captain. Happy birthday, Seaside. Thank you. Sure. Good night, y'all. See y'all See Saturday. You, Other than Good Mark, because he's a fuck face and not coming down here. <laughs> See you, Mark. Mark, I can't you believe do. you're not making it down. What the hell, bro? I told about this like two days ago. So what? What? <laughs> so what? I'll, I'll, I'll be there in spirit. We'll, 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 we'll have our zoom. We'll have our zoom, zoom, and our beer soon. 
We'll see if Randy actually shows up. I bet Randy doesn't even deliver my my headphones from you for three months ago for my birthday, and and the beer and the beer that's been sitting in his house for who knows how long. Like I've told you before, I'm not the asshole that shows up on your doorstep. By the way, here I got shit. Whether you're home or not, I'm not going to do that stuff. I'm not. I don't invite Fuck myself over. Dude, dude. Fuck him. <laughs> Come on, man. I can't do it. Don't go Bill O'Reilly we'll on me. Okay. <laughs> you could have we'll shown up. Live. We could have. Fuck it. Do it live. We could have drank some beers. And we'll do it live. I don't even know what those headphones look like anymore. <laughs> anyway. It is. <laughs> As long as you're still in the bag. I mean, I haven't even looked at the bag, so. <laughs> this is great. He, Mark, he's going to show up with a bag with no headphones in it. You watch. <laughs> if, that, if that's the case, it's on Mark because they're, whatever's in that bag is in that bag. Yeah. Yeah. I know the fart gun's in there for sure. Fuckers. Anyway. The beer is in my fridge getting cold waiting for you. Yeah. Keep it cold. Keep You better deliver it cold. I've had to wait. I've, I've had to wait like two extra months. It better be cold when it gets here. <laughs> anyway, I'm just messing with you, man. It's all good. Uh, it's all good. All right, gentlemen, go get some rest. Good night. You know, good night two, now. Two thirty. We we had a nice elongated episode. So hoorah! Anyway, hoorah. get some rest from all of us to all of you. Thanks for putting up with our crap. I'll be drunker next time, and and I'll I'll be more Captain Snarky because I know Todd will be like, oh, you weren't mean enough. So uh, next time, next time I'll drink a little bit more before we start, and then I'll really, uh, maybe it'll be a rip roaring good time, or maybe we'll save that for episode four hundred, which we might not get to until twenty twenty five. You never know. <laughs> but, but from all of us, all of you, good night. Now have a great week. Enjoy the football. Good night, friends. Peace oh, out. Peace out. Late. See ya. <laughs> good night. <laughs> night, good, asshole. Good to see you. Good to see you, <laughs> dickhead. See you later. Call yeah. me, fucker. Fuck I'll face. See, yeah, I'll see you on Saturday. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be there. You know that. I know. I know. All right. Good night, friends. All right. Night, guys. Later, Gators. All right. <laughs>